I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This. <laughs> You're good now. We can hear you. I'm so sorry. We can hear you. You might just want to move your mic a little closer. Now I can't hear you. Oh, oh. You got to do both. <laughs> there, there we go. Now I can hear you. Now I can <laughs> Welcome to 2020, Norm. How you doing, buddy? Do you even want to be in 2020? Oh, he on Nelly. <laughs> he, can, he can see the Nelly Wi-Fi chipping in oh, and out. You're going to be frozen a lot this episode. I can see it. All. <laughs> really? He's already like... <laughs> Norm, we told you to buy an Ethernet cord. It's very simple. It's like $3. You can get like a 10-foot Ethernet cord. And your life will be so simple. He's already frozen. (laughs) Is there a a thunderstorm in Parkdale? Listeners, listeners, we're going to be starting a GoFundMe. I don't have a connection to my... Yo, I don't have a connection to my my, my pad or my my, my my MacBook. Damn, no connection. Yo, <laughs> let me show you something. Show me something. If my internet sucks, I'm standing literally right beside my modem. And if it still sucks, what can I do, man? What With this I music, have? this is so much <laughs> sad. <laughs> We need to start uh, a petition against this the Wi-Fi in the Parkdale area. The man is literally beside the modem and can't catch a break. <laughs> He's experiencing thunderstorms. Oh, <laughs> that's what we do it. Yes. Hey, Look, he's frozen again. That boy frozen as hell. Well, you know what? We're, we got to keep the show rolling. We're already recording. We're two, <laughs> we're two minutes well, in. Well, bye. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> tap, tap him back in. Tap him back in. <laughs> tap him back in. There you go. You might have to be audio only tonight. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, brother. Oh, Yo, man. I'm right beside my motor. This shit is crazy. Is, it, is there, can you see outside now. your window? Is there any lightning? Any rain? <laughs> Are you in St. Louis? Are you in St. Is, Louis? No, nah, nah, I'm in the kitchen. Did you join there, the lunatics? Is there a tornado? No, no, no. They're just, just crackheads. <laughs> just crackheads. They're on the line. Just That's what it is. Just Parkdale crackheads getting in the way of my. my and reception. they're probably just as bad. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> they're climbing up the five G towers, fucking everything up. Oh man. Yeah, I saw a girl actually say, "I turn off the five G my phone just in case." I was like, "What? Did they even roll that out?" Does everybody have 5G already? I don't know. People just have people just have 5G. Does it say 5G on your phone? Does on my phone? Pop up on the phone, or is it 3G that pops? I know that like oh, there's five 5G Wi-Fi. Is 5G Wi-Fi? Like yeah, like mine, right here. Where is it? 
five gigahertz Wi-Fi? Oh, I don't know what the difference is. Is that the same thing? <laughs> you know when it says your, your, your internet name and then 5G after it? Yeah. But is the G for gigahertz? I don't know what it's for. So I gotcha. Just, I just know I have two. <laughs> The regular and then the 5G. When the regular is not working, I tap into the 5G. Jeez, that's where I live. That's that light skin <laughs> privilege. Ooh, ooh, I they mean, got different. They got different frequencies than us. I'm a brownie. Do not include me. That's you <laughs> and the intern. Damn. I'm the darkest one on this show. Jeez, yeah. Oh my goodness. You know when white people try to find oppression, but barely. <laughs> trying to attach themselves to oppression as much as possible we're seeing a lot of that right now dog this quarantine is exposing the white privilege like it's it's even more on on display right now i'm seeing white people stop mailmen for being on on their property delivering their mail i've seen uh someone tried to box in a guy that delivered like a stove or something like that they try to box him in into a gated community Seeing white people yelling at, I saw a video of a white woman yelling at a cop today. Oh, I think I saw that one too. For being was it a bunch in of cops? her neighborhood. It was, was it a one bunch cop, of police? One oh. black cop. He's walking from his car and she's just driving beside him, just harassing him. And he's like, oh, you're going to get a citation. She's like, I'm not getting a citation. <laughs> he's like, no, you're getting one. <laughs> she's like, well, I'm, I'm going to fight it in the court. He's like, you're going to get one anyways, idiot. <laughs> I, was, I was dying, yo. I don't know what's going on, man. This is this indoors thing. I see this one with some chick screaming out some 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 black driver about like, oh, you wish you had hair as long as mine. I bet you don't have long hair. I bet you don't have. I'm like, why are you screaming that at this woman for stopping at a light? And she's just going on. It's almost like all white people call each other and say, yeah. This is the month. Let's get How it. can we call ruckus today? <laughs> because you, you notice you only see these videos in clusters, like in groups, like when the, the police brutality was happening. Police brutality is still happening. All of a sudden, we don't see video anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was happening, and it was we saw all the videos at once. Then it moved on to the next thing where it was um, fighting at protests, and we're seeing those people get fought. And now white people are protesting fighting the police and they're not getting touched at all. Like <laughs> they're spitting in police's face and they're just like, ma'am, please, please just, let's just calm down. <laughs> and then, um, now you're seeing all these videos of just white people. Well, it started with, uh, the, um, what's her name? Barbecue Karen. <laughs> who was it? I don't even know, but I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? The lady with the glasses. Barbecue Becky. Barbecue Becky with Barbecue the glasses. Becky. What about the lemonade lemonade stand? Listen, shit? there is a lot of alliteration for a lot of white people's <laughs> There's names. There's literally so many, <laughs> so and I many. cannot keep up. I can't keep track of all the caucasity that's been <laughs> happening. Um, and then, yeah, now you're seeing just black people just being harassed doing their job. Like that's the that's the the trend now. Let's mm -hmm. watch white people harass minorities at their jobs it's crazy yeah. it's nuts um they ain't got nothing else to do they're stuck in the house yo i keep praying that that shit happens in front of me somewhere man <laughs> like wh why are the racists avoiding me <laughs> never happens tomorrow like just come around just come around because Say you're in canada me, baby it's because <laughs> you're in canada and all the races are undercover Ooh, let's talk about that Cause I brought that up on Twitter, um, talking about is the passive aggression 
just passive aggression in general, a Canadian mm -hmm. thing. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, it's that's like the crutch of our um, Canada's not racist argument is mm -hmm. is our is our passive aggression. People are racist. They just they just won't say it. They won't yeah. be out front with it. Just way better at hiding it. Yeah, it comes yeah. out in microaggressions. It, it, it it's 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 masked with with Canadian hospitality or Canadian politeness. And, yep. And that whole oh sorry sorry mm -hmm. like no you're not really sorry you're not you're sorry so sorry to seem sorry yeah in fact you are a racist piece of shit and yeah you to do what you did but you're just being politically correct about it yeah I always yeah. said that Canadians are more equipped if not more racist than Americans they're more equipped to be racist because of the situation we're in and having more multi like the multiculturalism around us like for instance there's just you know America just like fucking Chinese people you know what I mean whereas in Toronto we could be like hey there's Vietnamese, there's Laos, there's there's Cambodian. We can go deep with our with our prejudice and yeah. racial stereotypes. So yeah. in fact, we are more equipped to be more racist, <laughs> if anything, because we have um, the info and we can use it against the like. If you can use it against a specific country and those people, like it's way worse because now you're tactical. Like you're, it's a different type of game you're playing. And it's so funny. I was just thinking because thinking back to our convo last week about. Uh, who's worse, Drake or Future, in mm -hmm. toxicity, right? <laughs> Think about it. They kind of embody their country so much. <laughs> Drake, we were talking about, was the passive-aggressive with his toxicity. He acts like mm -hmm. he's not, but you know through his lyrics that he is. Uh, and Future is the straight-up, I'm giving you the toxicity to your face, right? Mm -hmm. And the, look where they're both from. It's it's just very interesting. I, I thought that was that was jokes, man. I... I was talking about on Twitter and I never realized that it was a specific to Canada thing until people said it. Yeah. We're, we're definitely not as blunt and in your face with the that's confrontational, that's the racism. Sure. And I think I our mean, racism got nuanced. Like, I mean, let's keep <laughs> like, Indi like Indian people be hating Jamaican specifically. Where else in the world can that happen? <laughs> like nowhere, nowhere else we, in the world can Indian so people diverse, say, "Yo, Jamaicans like, are fucked." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> have you ever hated somebody from Madagascar? No, <laughs> you can't be as racist. Yo, as imagine being they don't even racist know where Madagascar to Madagascar. Is. I don't even know what to call Madagascar people. Madagascans? What do you, <laughs> Madagascites? Let no, me Google it. Because that's a good called, question. Uh, <laughs> Intern, man. Alicia's been taking called, a job the past couple weeks. I'm just put I'm gonna just put it out there. She's been, she been on them Google. My bad, yo, my bad. She's been on I them really Googles. have questions. I mean, it's all good. I mean Oh shit, coming has, through clear with the new the new mic. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, this is my normal James. speaking voice. This is my normal we speaking know, voice. We know we know common. Make all right. Knowing is beautiful. <laughs> All right, right, let's keep it. But no, Alicia, Alicia does a great job with that because then she also automatically reflects right away. Me, I just, you know, lock off the mic. Lock, like, you know, right? Oh. I know how it goes. I know the rules. <laughs> Don't. I see what you did there, Jenna. I'm not going to bite into it. <laughs> the, PTS, the PTSD, the PTSD. Oh, Matt, yo, I can't help it. They're called the Melgaski. What? Melgaski. M A L A G A S Y. Where'd the L come from? Malgaski? I, I guess that's the like it's their language too. Malgaski is a language? What? Well, if okay. I wonder if they say okay. it. 
<laughs> I just had to. I had to. They also the, speak the, French. The, French oh is their do, official official language. French is I mean, their official language. The Spanish mm-hmm. do speak Spanish. So the the what is it? The Malesque what? See, exactly. Mal- you can't even Mal- pronounce it. Malgasi. Malgasi. The, the, the Malgasi also speak Malgasi. Hey, Malgasi. I like that. Malgasi. I mean, hey. hey, don't Malgasi me, man. This is what Google says, so if if it's not right, blame Google. Uh-huh. At least racist <laughs> to Malgaskians. It <laughs> says Eddie, like anybody who's from Madagascar. Out there. I think I just, I don't know if that was right. Malgaskians, but. <laughs> it says here on Wikipedia. Malgaskians? Malgasy. No, but Mal-gassi. I'm saying, I just, I just said Malgaskians. Like, I made that shit up. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Oh, man. How was your weeks? How was your weeks? It's good. It's good. Just uh, nice. Every time you ask that question, I'm like, <laughs> "What did I do last week?" <laughs> right? Oh I man, did. yeah, I got sleep apnea. My memory be just. I gotta get that fixed. Yeah, you guys ever done a sleep test? No. Oh, no. um, but I heard it's like Interns my grandfather done has done one, and like my cousin, he's done one. I need to do one, man. And they I just s- said it's like weird because when you be sleeping, people just watch you. My, gr- I probably should get one. Yo. Girls well, have told me that like I'm dying at the end of the night. Yeah, and the yeah. girls have told me I, I I don't breathe in my sleep sometimes. I'm wow. just like, that's that fun. That's that's healthy. <laughs> nah, you like you, you might just, have to wear that mask. Stop breathing Whoa. for like 15 Whoa. seconds straight. Yeah, no. and like I, I remember, so my cousin has it. My, my room used to have it. My sister has it right now, and like I'll just be watching her, and she'll just stop, mouth open. I, I just hear one deep breath, and for 15, 20 seconds, I don't hear anything. Then I hear this gasp of <laughs> Whoa. back into it. I'm like, yo, you just died mm-hmm. for 20 seconds. Wow. Yeah, if left untreated, sleep, sleep apnea can increase the right. risk of health problems, including high blood pressure, stroke, heart failure, mm-hmm. diabetes, depression, worsening of ADHD, headaches. Damn. All that. That's kind of that's kind of yeah. scary. All right, well. You're getting that checked. Um, Alicia, how was your week? Um, my week was cool. We know you began to um, sleep. What did I do? Sleep? <laughs> you slept? <laughs> you watched some shows? What shows have you been watching? What shows did I watch? I watched a lot of documentaries this week. So I watched Becoming. I watched that uh, Cintio Brand. Whatever her name oh, is. Oh, yeah. Centoya Brown. Yeah, I got to watch yeah. that. Centoya Brown. Yeah, yeah I got to watch that. that. I watched that. Uh, I watched the last year or something, or final year. It's a Barack Obama documentary on his last year. Michelle's, yeah. that becoming one, man. Wow. What an amazing documentary. Mm-hmm. It that was beautiful. One, she's great. Like, she is. When they talk about, like, best first lady, man, there's no, there's no competition. That was her mm-hmm. last dance documentary right there. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was her MJ in the White House because that documentary really painted like how much she went through during that presidency and like mm-hmm. just and, like people just coming at her all the freaking time. Yeah, man. Just for anything. They dapped one time. I didn't even <laughs> know that that was a thing in the States because they never talked about that here, but they dapped. And oh, yeah, I've it seen was that. seen as like, they're like, oh, is this a terrorist symbol? I was like, what? <laughs> no, it's a nigga symbol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nigga symbol. 
Oh man, um, that's the title. I also watched. I also watched that psychedelic one, "A Happy Place to Be" or something Yo. like that. Norm, did you see that? I'm I'm saving that one. In fact, I'm probably gonna watch that tonight on some shrooms. Dog, that shit is crazy, and it has instilled my thoughts of never trying that shit. <laughs> because dog, man's are talking about. Yo, you can't look in the mirror. Don't look in the mirror when you're on acid. <laughs> yeah, I looked in the mirror and I was a gargoyle. Yo, fam, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, if I saw myself in the mirror and I was a gargoyle, you'd never see me again. Or, or you'd see me on the news like Martin Lawrence running butt naked in the streets yelling there after me. Cause it would be, I'd be done, bro. That's that's but, fucked up. It's just one of those things you have to go in. I ain't got to do shit knowing you could handle it. Nah, you, know? nah. you got to know know that you could you got you know you could you have the composure mind over matter. Otherwise, I'm, like if ever I'm questioning myself, I'll never do it. I'm but that's, that's me. That's me right I'm now. Talking like I've done it all the time. Like, <laughs> I, I talk like I've done it my whole life, but I've done it literally the same amount of times I can count my fingers. You know? I remember when you guys did it when we were in Montreal, and I was like, these niggas is crazy. <laughs> especially because they weren't going anywhere <laughs> they planned on staying in the house and i'm like all right i mean i guess it's cold as shit outside it's raining yeah one why, person why was like one person was like when you are going into it you have to make sure that you're not like heartbroken depressed like nothing you just got to be like super regular because if you are anything other than just regular like it might trip you out even more so and you like, just got to be white to do it what the <laughs> fuck is going on every black person got trauma every black person got heartbreak every black person got depression <laughs> I can argue every black person on this planet has a form of depression. I can argue that. I think I could. I think I could get off. I believe it. I believe that everybody needs um, some type of therapy. Everybody needs somebody sometimes to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) That's where see right there talk space. That's where you could have gotten your ad. Don't don't fuck around, man. Shows that ad money. In insight timer, we could have <laughs> we could have had something special. <laughs> yo, um, I can yo, I should actually do that. I'm gonna try I might try that out. That texting what? therapist thing? Texting How much therapy? is it? Text therapy? I think you could do some for free. For yeah, free? It's free. It's free. There's some for free, yeah. Nah, nah, I ain't doing those ones. Those people just want to know your business. <laughs> You doing um, therapy for free? You are a gossiper. <laughs> I've never done like individual one for free. When I was working, there's like this program where you can get help with if you have workplace related like anxieties or whatever the case may be. But it's like groups. So there's like four of us in the group. What? Like, Telling four effective. people your business? <laughs> so anybody ever come in the group at like 2 a.m. like, so my dad, he touched me. <laughs> At. no you would have to like they would have appointments so if they say thursday at seven o'clock you guys would all log in and then we would just the therapist would start asking questions about when we would feel anxiety and give us examples and then she'd be like okay well you need to breathe like this it was actually really lame i think that going to an actual therapist was way better you need to breathe <laughs> like this that yeah. was her cure for anxiety breathing yeah. technique well, i mean I like mean, when you do breathing help. it helps oh you mean like dur- oh, okay she's saying like, during it happening like how to calm yeah. yourself down okay okay 
I thought she was just I mean, saying that, that breathing would cure your things, anxiety. That's <laughs> one of the first things people are told. Like, okay, calm down, breathe. Like, I know. Don't tell me something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I know to breathe. <laughs> no, but sometimes when you get like super riled up, you forget to actually breathe and take the deep breaths that you need to. And once you start doing those deep breaths, it actually calms down your mind. Like, Have you guys had panic attacks? Or yeah, absolutely. Fuck yes. I remember I had wow. one at Shuffle. What happens like, to you guys when you guys have panic attacks? What is like, what's the order of operations? Um, for me at like shuffle, um, I at just shuffle. So, yeah, it was at shuffle. At revival, <laughs> who gets a panic attack at revival? It's so. This might have been six. This might have been six degrees. Ooh, remember when it went? To yeah, six no, I get an anxiety attack at six degrees for sure. <laughs> oh, with my Eglinton. Yeah. There's a lot of baddies in there. If you attack my anxiety, baby. Um, for me, I just started feeling very claustrophobic. There was just so many people and I don't even know what I was really anxious about, but that was probably at my height of like depression and anxiety. And I just couldn't breathe. And I just stopped. And I'm like standing in the middle of the crowd, just like staring, ready to ball out my eyes. And I remember T-Rex, he was on stage doing whatever Tyrone does. And all of a sudden he's like, yo, Alicia, Alicia, you okay? And I was like, no. No. <laughs> Crying in the club. <laughs> you remember what song was on? I don't remember what song was on. <laughs> oh, that'd have been perfect. <laughs> Yo, that would have been jokes. It was like something mad happy too. <laughs> She's a bad man, Majama. She's <laughs> fucking in the middle crying her ass off. <laughs> Just as fine as she could be. You love this song, damn! I'd probably be triggered and never hear the song again. Norm's an idiot, man! You really like that. You, you, you are a bad bad pajama. Um, what about you, Norm? Yeah, you experience the same. Is it the same um, for everyone across the board? The same type well, of. Well, I've had two types of panic attacks. One was a weed panic attack, and that's when like I smoked some some crazy sativas that had my heart rate pumping. I was just like, yo, I just need to be by myself right now. Like, everyone get away from me right now. My thoughts are everywhere. Like, I don't want to be touched. Like, touching me just feels weird. Like, touching me feels weird. I'm like, ah. Why are people touching you? You know. You know, people like to touch me, man. Look at me, man. People want to fucking touch me, dude. You know, they're like, yo, what's up, No, I'm like, yeah, what's in the whole touch me, man. Start the fight down to touch me, bro. Oh, man. But aside from that, like I think the only other time is is uh, when I'm nervous about to go on stage and and I don't want anybody to talk to me and they're talking to him. It's like, yo, I'm trying to get my mind. <laughs> yo, get the fuck minutes, away from me. You know. <laughs> so I'm gonna entertain this conversation for a second, not to be rude, but still, just please leave me alone right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, ah, those are really the moments when like uh, I, I feel tense and, and have panic attacks. But aside from that, like. Pretty sure. Maybe I've had panic attacks and don't know that they're panic attacks. I don't know. I have no idea. I I know. I feel like your heart starts raising. Mm -hmm. You're short on breath. Mm -hmm. Oh, when I'm cooking, when I used to do my weed dinners, and like shit's hitting the fan, I had like two cooks not show up. Like everybody, that the event was sold out, and my Mm -hmm. food was behind an hour and a half. Like I was like I, I literally stopped. I just looked at the stove for like five minutes straight. Didn't move. And then somebody walked in like, are you okay, man? Do you like, I'm a chef. If you need some help, I was like, 
God and then the anxiety you. just goes away. God sent you. <laughs> and then he just started helping me. And I was just like, I couldn't move. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom and fucking cry for 10 minutes. <laughs> I fucking just sat there and just pulled myself together. Just took some deep breaths, went back and banged it out. But like, I literally just was in a daze. You know, when you see people just stop in movies, like just in a daze and like, they're trying to talk and you could just hear this faint echo. And like, that's you me. You really know what that's that feels like until it happens. Yeah. That's me, like how you said before going on stage, you don't like when people talk to you. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like when people are talking to me right before I'm about to go on stage. Just feels like echoes. Like I'm, I'm on autopilot answering. <laughs> I'm not thinking about any. If you threw me details in the conversation, I still said, uh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, word, yeah, word. yeah, for sure. <laughs> because well, think- I'm going over my set a million times in my head. Even thinking back to like my brunch in January, because that was a day like it, Kobe died during the brunch. And like, I don't remember a lot of my brunch. Like, I don't remember conversations I had. I don't wow. remember what I said. Wow. I had like told everybody that he died. Wow. Like, I know I was cussing, but that's it. Like, I don't remember a lot from that. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Me and Norm were literally sitting down, smoking weed with two other comedians. And mm-hmm. we're getting ready for our show. We had a show in Montreal. It was like two hours or an hour before the show. And they uh, basically said th- whatever. One of the guys just was just like, yo, Kobe died. And like yeah. everybody's high just went away. I'm pretty sure these guys had just popped acid or shrooms or <laughs> LSD or we something. They, they just it took just like, they just hit the drugs whatever they took and i'm sitting there like nah he's not and then like we started looking see more and more tweets and all that stuff it was just crazy man it was intense mm-hmm. that was a sad was day deep. You know I, what? I remember like it all hit it hit us all the same time and we're like no and we just <laughs> yeah we just everybody went into like a man. quick like it was quiet for at least 20 minutes like no one yeah I felt like I was holding my breath for the entire 20 minutes, just like watching that shit. It was crazy, man. It was definitely a moment. But in regards to um, like anxiety and having panic attacks and stuff like that, when I was watching The Last Dance, I thought it was really um, admirable how the guy was talking about, I don't know who, know who he was. He was talking about MJ and said one thing that I guess different, differentiates him from other players is that he is so present he knows how to be in the moment yeah um so it's not his skill it's not any of that his knowledge of the basketball game it's his ability to be present in that second Mm. and like that's something that i wish i could achieve just being able to be so present and at peace with everything that is happening like that is my life goal even when like after they won the championship and they went back to the hotel room I remember one of the guys was like, so you gonna do one more year? And he's just like, hey, man, stay here. Stay in the yeah. room. We we here right now. We just won this shit. Let's enjoy it, man. Next year is next mm-hmm. year. We'll worry about that when it comes. And like that, I think it's a lot easier to say that when you're making $33 million a year. Um, <laughs> and you're the best pl- player on the planet, one of the best athletes of all time. Uh, well, let's get into our last dance deep dive, but first... Yo! Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. Day number what of quarantine? I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, 
70. <laughs> School's out. Some of you parents that are listening, you're cursing right now. <laughs> you are pissed. It's been a hectic day. Um, Hopefully they're crying in a Rolls Royce and not a Nissan. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of them it crying at the bus Nissan. stop. A lot of them crying <laughs> at the bus stop right now on the 36. I see you on Finch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they said that school is just not happening for the rest of the year, which... If I was a kid, personally, I don't know about you guys, I'd be pissed. I loved going to school. Like, I loved it. I loved seeing my friends every day. I think <laughs> I they're pissed now. The school part. Hmm? I don't think that they were pissed originally. They are probably like, oh, my God, we get to have all this time off. But now that it's been, oh, my gosh, we have this much time off and we can't do shit, the kids are probably pissed and they for sure want to go back to school. Uh, well, I think, well, I'll say this. Life was definitely not as interesting as it could be now as a kid outside of mm -hmm. school. Like when we were kids, we had no social media to run to, and it was a TV, video games, or going outside. Like yeah, and that was these life. kids. These kids got options. <laughs> they can watch any of their favorite shows on demand at any time they want. They don't have to wait at us and memorize any, TV schedules they anywhere they want. They can play video games and still be with their friends and not have to worry about missing their friends. I, if I was, if I'm 13 years old and I'm waking up every day, jumping on Fortnite and playing with all my friends, I don't give a fuck that school's out. Remember, yeah. you don't, sleepovers were a thing because, you know, sometimes your friends would have a video game you didn't have at home. So now exactly. you get to play that video game with your boys at the yeah. sleepover. You don't got to do that no more. You can do that from the comfort of your sleepover home. Sleepover doesn't end now. That's a good point. The sleepover <laughs> doesn't end now. Cause you could you could you guys can play until I still do it now. Me and the men were playing till two, three AM sometimes. <laughs> and then I was playing today again. Which TJ, you missed three dubs in a fucking row, my nigga. DJ. I was wow. on some shit, brother. DJ, it was going down. I was shooting. Oh, you're pissed. Wow, he you're is pissed. Oh you're man. Cheese. But yeah, no. Like there's so much more for kids to do now, um, outside of school that I'm wondering if they and so much more ways to connect with their friends. I'm wondering well, if they if they do miss school because like you can FaceTime your does. friends, all that stuff. She does. Yeah, she um, misses school. She misses her friends. Like she, you could tell that she's kind of getting depressed because she can't go over and see her friends, mm. go to their house and stuff like that. So she probably just miss our schoolwork, man. She's a very bright, bright young lady, man. Very intelligent. She'd be like, I don't want to do my schoolwork. <laughs> Why you got to snitch on her, Takashi? God damn. I'll try and big her up. <laughs> this like, no, 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 no. She hate that homework. Well, was one, thing, one thing I was wondering is. Uh -huh. Okay, Nelly. Repeat well, the year over. Like, do grade nines got to do grade. No. No, no they're like, all going to get grade. They, they're um, all going to graduate. Do they have to go to school again and repeat grade nine? Well, they're doing something it. called home learning, which is basically, I guess, homeschool. Um, yeah. But. At the same token, I don't know how that works. Or like, I don't know if teachers are sending e mass emails of the curriculum and saying, okay, this is what we would have been learning this week. Make sure that these things are done. Submit them to my email and I can grade them that way. Um, that's, that's how my sister is. So every week or every few days or whatever, she'll get 
um, something via Google. Like I guess I have like a Google Drive type thing. And the teacher will tell her, teachers will tell her when they're due. And so she'll have a certain amount of period, time frame to um, work on them and submit them. And then the teachers are available via email to like help them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they'll jump on like Zoom for help or anything like that, but they don't actually have to have like a class in I'm thinking about all the the West Indian parents right now because yo, <laughs> the frustration in my mom's voice when I would get some shit wrong. <laughs> That's so simple. If Tommy have five apple, and Timmy have six, how much apples in total? I don't know. Um, eight. Uh, if Tommy have six, that's the method of teaching. It's just repeating it over and over again. Who is FaceTiming me on Instagram? Yeah, I was about to say, Marlon. You're I was like, what is this? That's horrible. That's horrible. Don't ever video chat me on Instagram in your life, especially if I don't know you. Don't ever do that again in your life. That is crazy. I hope you're listening to this. I hope you're listening to I was this. so confused. I was like, is this me? Like, what's going off? I don't know what that person was thinking. Anyways, um, where were we? The last dance. Let's go. Yes. Let's, let's talk about how this is one of the best Shall we dance? I feel like the last two episodes okay, were like intern. the best, oh, oh one of the god. best. Oh my god, you gotta kiss it. Do you have to kiss Michael Jordan every? What the fuck? <laughs> what is going on today? Yo, today is fam. a different day. <laughs> you, uh, you guys don't understand. In the past twenty four hours, mm -hmm. I have had the worst luck with customer service of all time. First, my internet. I'm sitting down watching, literally watching YouTube. The internet just shuts out for no apparent reason, right? Get on a call and I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I missed a payment. Let me know if that's the reason why, because um, I know that that's the only reason it's happened in the past where it just shut out midway, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, no, nah, I don't see any suspension pay suspension here on the, on the account. Let's go through some troubleshooting. An hour and a half later, the man... After after I plug in, plug out, all types of fuckery, this guy's going to tell me, oh, it actually was suspended. After he made me like, factory thanks. reset my shit, okay, which means that my router now doesn't work, okay? I have to reprogram all this shit. Man made me go through all some technical, I don't even know, some some bullshit. And then I, an hour and a half later, my internet's working, but the router's not working. So now I, my Wi-Fi is not strong again. I'm like, you know what? I'll deal with that in the morning. I don't give a shit anymore, right? Every, everything's still wired, correct? Let me sleep on it. <laughs> yes, IT. I thought Alicia was IT. <laughs> Which <just> Y'all <laughs> both IT? Yay. Hey, <laughs> I can pass the torch at this point. Hey. Hey, you, you, you helped me out really well with that. I felt, I felt very, very, um, uh, like, thoroughly helped with, with your with your. I thought he was at Best Buy. And I'm trying to figure out because I'm echoing right now. So in my head, I'm trying to like, how do I fix this? But I don't know. Yeah. And then I wake up. I, um, I get the get on the phone for the router. T this dude takes an hour to figure out how to get the router connected to my shit. So, so that I was already pissed at that. Then my um, my power, the power in my whole house just goes out. My power out. went out too. The, 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 I plugged in a charger. The entire house went out. 
I'm like, what, oh, what kind of cross is this, this father got? It's the 5G towers. It's the 5G towers. They're taking all the energy. My father's dead. My parents are dead. They're taking all the power from the grid. <laughs> power from the grid. <laughs> and then, so then now I'm like, okay, power's out. Call the super. Super. I'm trying to do it myself. I go in the fuse box. I'm flicking everything, flicking everything. <laughs> Nothing's going happening, right? Super comes in. In five seconds, this guy turns on the power <laughs> using the same switches I just used. I don't know what's happening. So I'm like, all right, bet. I leave now, go to the bank. See? 15 people outside. 15 people deep line to go to the bank. And then not just 15 people deep just chilling to go make a little deposit or a little withdrawal. Seniors. 15 old people with folders. <laughs> with folders. <laughs> and briefcases i'm like oh man they got their bank books ready to be stamped oh they're 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 ready to do some accounting man it was fucked and then i get inside give my check oh we're gonna have to put a 15 day hold on this like me why couldn't you deposit it through your through the, through the td machine because it's american oh mm -hmm. oh yeah. so like, they so I'm like, I, I pulled a Karen. I, I had to pull a Karen. I, I pulled the Karen card out. I went straight Caucasian. I said, I'd like to speak to your manager. Oh, my God. <laughs> right away. She didn't even get the manager. She went and spoke to the manager, came back, told me what the manager said. I said, oh, you're bright. All right, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just left. I couldn't take it anymore. I you just my don't have end. the same impact as Karen. You know what it is? I don't have the... I don't know what it is with me and customer service people. I just can't yell at them. I just can't get nasty like women do. <laughs> you I give, your, attitude you give your girl the phone, your girl race them up. Get you, she'll get Whoa. you credit on your account. <laughs> like it's nuts. Me? Customer attention is 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 going is getting called right away, and they're doing everything to make sure to keep people. Once a woman gets on the phone, I'll catch an attitude and like get angry. And then if I'm around my mom, my mom will be like, Alicia, calm down, calm down. I'll be like, you know what? Take the phone. And then she always ends up being <laughs> successful. She'll give me like discounts, <laughs> like credits, free yeah, no, service. I, I, I can never, I don't know why I can never be. The only time I was ever rude was when one was rude to me. And that's when I, I snapped. I was like, oh, now you gave me a reason. But <laughs> I just can't get rude with these guys. I don't know what it is. I feel like they'll hang up and not help me. It's like I, I mean they've done that to me. <laughs> and I call back again and again and again. I don't have the patience. Can we play a a, a would you rather game? Mm. What race would you rather as far as call centers go? Indian call centers, Canadian or American North American call centers, mm. Philippine call centers? Filipino the Philippines always take care of me. Always do the like. They know exactly what points to hit when you say this. You know, like when you're like, oh, um, no, it's not that. That's not working. It's that this is not working. And they go, okay, and they 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 go on the next part of the script right away. There's no, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to put you on hold, sir. Just give me a give me a second. Anytime I get white people on the phone, oh, they I'm never know what the fuck so they're doing. They Nothing never know what they're doing. And that's why I wonder why in movies they're always getting at like Indian call centers or any foreign call center. Because the foreign ones get shit done. 
I'll tell you the what. Hispanics the Hispanics usually hold it down for me. You heard a Hispanic call center? I've never heard of one. <laughs> did he ask her like, yo, this is Rogers, SA? Like, what? How did you know it was Hispanic? This is Rogers. Thank you for calling Rogers. Thank you for calling Rogers. You can yo, just hear it in their voice, so but. Funny. So for me, I have an American phone, so I'm with uh, Sprint. So when I call them every month, majority of the time they are Spanish because they either live in like cat, like Texas. A lot of them be living in Texas. So they're just Spanish and they be holding me down. They be so polite. They'd be like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. And then they'll just help me. I hate, I feel <laughs> I, bad. When, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Hello, this is Jesus. I, just, I hate when um, it's a black person who answers and like I'm really fed up because now I'm like, I don't want to give you more black on black in crime. Life. <laughs> black on Ooh. black crime. Look at so, this. No, they be like, I know that tone. Don't give me that tone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. When you get a black call set, a black person at the call center or whatever, they know when you're giving them that shade. Because other, I mean, other cultures don't be know when you give them some shade sometimes. <laughs> black or be like, um, you don't have to talk to me like that. We don't have to do I, this. I, I can have, hang up no, right I, now. I don't need to. I don't. I don't have to take this from you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir, you're raising. Sir, you're raising your voice. You're raising your voice. <laughs> like, I've heard black girls say that at almost every job I've gone to, and the person was perfectly calm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> sir, 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 you're gonna have to calm down, and that gets them more and more enraged. Oh man, let's see. That's what the, the R word. Let's relax. We got a lot to get into this week, man. Got a lot to get into. Let me see. Where's, where's my, where's my notes? Where's my notes? Where's your notebook? My notebook. Nah, my notes. <laughs> um, what do you guys want to get into first, man? There's so much shit. How about we get into the most obvious? <laughs> Luda. <laughs> we we told you guys. We we told you that it was it was gonna be easy money, easy money. People Luda thought I was hating such on a Nelly. Crazy catalog it's he didn't even play the majority of his hits <laughs> like it, it, yo it started off with with luda playing mad hits before Throw the before away. nelly got in this guy Throw was away. he was just dashing out through i was like okay he does not come to play today i was so happy he played rollout but now there's like a rollout challenge that's going out that's that's sick. That's I haven't sick. seen that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nelly's Wi-Fi, man. Wow. We talk about norms. We talk about Teddy Riley, but <laughs> Nelly's Wi-Fi. That man was on a razor. That he didn't was make in the middle of the storm. The irony of that it froze as you were like. As soon as I said that. As soon as I said that, I seen it. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nelly tried to blame it on a storm. Listen. <laughs> We are in big, big 2020. When is the weather affecting the Wi-Fi? Where are you, sir? You tried to Millie Vanilli it. Where are you that the Wi-Fi is being affected by clouds in big, big 2020? I would not be surprised. Those storms in St. Louis are crazy. It doesn't matter. We got technology now. This is this is nuts. We got 5G towers. You tell me Nelly don't got no 5G? <laughs> You got Probably 5G, not. but Nelly don't got no 5G. Nah, he live in the Midwest. Oh, you're dissing the Midwest? Oh. They move a little slow. Damn. I lived in the Midwest. Damn. Damn. Dissing the Midwest <laughs> fans. Midwest listeners, we have a lot. I'm joking. We don't have 
<laughs> I don't think we have any Midwest listeners. Um, I'm just. I just heard about. Have you ever been to Milwaukee? No, I haven't. Um, I'm hearing they're super racist. I mean, like I would not be surprised. Super racist, and uh, you know, their star player is is black mm-hmm. from Africa. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's time for Masai to use that race card. <laughs> and be like, come to a place where you'll be Come to death row. <laughs> you tired of being called nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Go to the grocery store, all in the videos. You remember last year when we played them, um, they were saying stuff about Nav and um, about him being like, brown, has a turban. Yeah, there was this whole thing. They In Milwaukee? Yes, one of the fans, because he went, he would go to the games, and one of the fans had said stuff about him. Nav was um, going to Milwaukee Bucks games. Yes, for the the playoffs. Who was Nav bucking in Milwaukee? <laughs> what Milwaukee has tings? That's crazy. <laughs> Stop. He's very married. <laughs> oh, that Nav. Not that one. Yo, she saw you talking about super fan. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was uh tap 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 tap. Well, I, I figured when I now. said I figured when I said turban, you would have like No, I thought that was just them being super racist. <laughs> I thought that was the racist part. I was like, Nav doesn't even have a turban. That's that's really racist to just make up some shit. Like, that is nuts. That's so funny. Oh man! So I, there was a it, was it had started with a tweet about Nav, and then Nav actually pulled up to the game, and apparently, like the fan ended up apologizing to him because mm, Nav yeah. got them shooters. <laughs> Don't sleep. Any man that can pull up to every Raptors game ever. He's got ties mm-hmm. with the mafia. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That man is, he's a made man. <laughs> he's got immunity. He's, he's got, got immunity. immunity. He's got shooters somewhere, bro. You don't have like 20 car dealerships and not have one shooter. Come on. Hey, man. Seeks are gangster, bro. He's got a chubs. Nav has a chubs? Jeez. Yo, Maybe. we got to find Nav's chubs. <laughs> Who's his chubs? Superwoman? <laughs> Maybe she's just a clown girl. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it Lily? Is it Lily? Yo, what? I'm not allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say she be at the games with him. I'm just saying she's from yo, Scarborough, yo. She's from Scarborough. Forward song. Batman today, exactly. and it was so hard to. Like my roommate was like, "Oh, this song's ruined for me." <laughs> yeah, it's I can't just, hear Badman forward anymore and not think of that bad girl bullshit, dog. I, I want to throw up. She ruined an anthem. It's over. I can't bet. I can't. Listen, I'm not going to roll out. Don't put your arm around me when that song comes on. I'm not doing it. Just stand still in solidarity for Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Badman right. will not go forward. Badman will not pull up any longer. Um... <laughs> But no, back to Luda and Nelly. Uh, did you guys see it being? Th- did you guys anticipate it being that much of a blowout? Mm-hmm. Was it that much of a blowout? Well, let's go to the list and let's let's figure it out, shall we? Do you Song think number it was one. because? Do you think it was because of the tech issues that made it like not as nope. appealing? Nope. I think it was the song selection. I think Nelly. There were some with moments how, where he definitely missed. With how uh, 
Ludo was picking his songs, there mm-hmm. was definitely moments where Nelly could have dropped a bigger tune. But when yeah. you're dropping songs like the first song out the gate is na 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 na. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You can't do that up against Welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> like, what are you dealing with? Um, then you got they didn't waste no time. Second round, Pussy Poppin versus Tip Drill. I, that's Ooh. a stalemate to me. I don't know who yeah, wins that. Stalemate. It's a stalemate to me. I don't know who yeah. wins that. Then you got My Chick Bad versus Pimp Juice. I was like, okay, Nelly got that one. Mm-hmm. Nelly got that one. Then you got Ho versus Flap Your Wings. What the fuck is Flap Your Wings, my dog? Flap Your Wings was a popular song, though. Where? Where? In the South? That's it? In a global competition? Come on, man. I think it's just Can't like... Can't be hitting niche markets during this it was, shit. It was probably more of like a female thing. Like, we we probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Job down to get your nigga long, girl. That's not the same song. No, that, song was shake t- that one was Shake Your Tail That's Feather. That's not Shake Your Tail Feather either. That's not it. Drop, the drop down and get your eagle on. It's called that- Eagle. That's a different song. Shake Your Tail Feathers. Oh, it was With a bad Diddy. boy soundtrack. Yeah. That's a different song. Two different Shake songs. And he feather. didn't yeah. play Drop Down and Get Your Legal On. Tell me if that makes sense. Why? See what okay, I'm saying? So I'm- but he's playing na 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 na. Like, what's wrong this year? <laughs> Next song, <laughs> Ludacris plays Saturday, which is a smart song to play against Ride With Me. Because why the hell is Nelly going second and playing Ride With Me in the fourth round? <laughs> Easily, probably his biggest track. Other than Hot in Here, I think mm-hmm. Ride With Me is probably his second biggest track. And he played in the fourth round. You know, he was a little drunk. Oh, no, fifth round. <laughs> Sixth round. Ludacris puts up What's Your Fantasy. Nelly puts up Country Grammar. Me? I'm picking What's Your Fantasy still. That's They're both, both big that, songs, Well, though. that's both of their first first singles, right? Yep, mm-hmm. but, like, just hearing them back-to-back, whoo, What's I'm Your Fantasy. I'm giving it to Luda, 100%. Shitting on I feel that. like I feel like Country Grammar was bigger. No, nah, like, that was a huge song everywhere. Nationally, yeah. That like, was a or big globally, song. Globally, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was a big song. But what's your fantasy? That's a hood. That's a hood classic. And that flow, that's when you were like, nah, this guy's got a flow. I wanna clear. Lit, 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 lit. Yo, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um I wanna hit you on a 50 yard line in the Georgia Dome. Like <laughs> Yo, like, trust me. Um then you have Splash Waterfalls up against Body on Me. Body on me. <laughs> How you put on that song when Akon is the best part of it? <laughs> like, his verse, no one listens to Nelly's verse on that song. You listen to, to Nelly Akon. Nelly was probably thinking, like, um, numbers-wise. Because that song probably did better. Probably. Because it was him, Akon, and In terms and of, Ashanti. like, downloads and whatever. That's horrible. Streams. And he played that against, uh, you play that against Rollout? Yeah. <sighs> For God the culture, bless. that's not. For the culture, that's definitely not winning. God bless. Rollout slaps that out the water. Number eight, Splash Waterfalls versus Nelly and Jaheem. My place. It's it's obvious who won that one. I I <laughs> I've gone on record for my disgust and distaste of Jaheem music. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of people. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter <laughs> saying they hope that um he plays my place. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't beating Splash Waterfalls. 
Then Ludacris <laughs> pulls out a haymaker. Oh, with him and Sierra. And Nelly puts on his one little 20 bar verse on Nasty Girl. <laughs> but the big duets. What's wrong with this guy, bro? Oh my God. That's his best feature? That's the best feature you could have put up against. He oh. definitely wasn't prepared. Then Ludacris hits the hip hop purist. Made you look remix with him, Nas, and Jada Kiss. Put and then Nelly drops. Okay, you want to do you want to do uh, hip hop purist? He drops rock the mic remix. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. That was trash. Fucking booty. <laughs> um. Then you got. Trash. Then you got the hood anthem. This is when they they switched order. So Nelly started going. Nelly went first with a thousand stacks. I've never even heard. What is a thousand stacks? What is that? I don't know. Have you heard of it? Just be say sad. a million dollars, man. Why you gotta be, be a thousand? Why you gotta just be say so a difficult. million. <laughs> That's like when people say, "Hey, my child is four hundred and thirty months old." Months old, <laughs> nigga. He's twelve. <laughs> like, <laughs> call the kid twelve. That's nuts. <laughs> um. And then he put that, and then Ludacris is like, all right, fuck that. And he puts on the Day No remix, which I completely forgot Ludacris had in his bag. <laughs> that is, to this day, if you put that on in the club, everyone's jogging. And yeah. they play Ludacris's part and Jeezy's part only. So, that like, they could have ended at Jeezy's part. Jeezy was the first verse. You don't usually play a rap song that's not hook heavy that much. That was through. such a big song. Unless the second verse is that sick. Then you got uh, Nelly plays killing him so far, like murdering him, murdering. It's like he's Nelly's got like two points so far and we're at number 12. Um, Then you got this is where Nelly started turning shit up. This is when he's like, all right, fuck all this cute shit. Right. Nelly put on where the party at. Ludacris is like, oh, shit, he bringing out the haymakers. Haymaker right back. Usher versus Ludacris and Lil John, yeah. To me, where the party at takes that still. Where the party at is the big two. I, I think yeah is just it's too tainted for me now, man. It's just it's been everywhere. It's so overplayed. It's it's one of the most played songs I think of all time. But if it, it, on the flip side, Nelly has yeah. so many of those types of songs. Yeah. So finally, like Ludacris can be like, "Yo, I have one of those too." Here's exactly. my. Here, here you go. Here's my Caucasian bop. Um, then Nelly put on Grills, big fucking tune, big tune, big which tune, aged tune. very nicely, by the way. Man, you put that on now, it sounds great. And then Ludacris put on Stand Up, and I was like, "This might be a tie." I don't know which way to call that one. I don't know which way to call that one. Cause that stand up ver- those stand up verses, disgusting, and that stand up was just a big song for like a year. Um, then Nelly put on Air Force Ones. Ludacris put on Southern Hospitality. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Southern Hospitality takes that one. Then it was Shake Your Tail Feather verse. All I do is win. Uh, Shake Your Tail Feather wins that one for me. <laughs> Ludacris sure. uh, put on Area Codes. Nelly put on just a dream. It was only just a dream. Yo, what is this nigga thinking? <laughs> <laughs> He's dreaming, obviously. It was only just a dream. 
is so horrible. I hate that song. And then a song that I hate by by Ludacris. But hey, look at that. Nelly's on the song. Uh, Moneymaker. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. Uh, and then Nelly put on EI. So Nelly wins that one. Mm-hmm. Ludacris put on How Low. Nelly puts on Get Like Me. Wait. Him, Nicki Minaj, Pharrell. I, I, for me, how low wins that? Um, move, bitch, versus hot in here. That's hard. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Me personally, yeah, hot, hot in here wins, man. Hot in here. Me wins. personally, I move, bitch. Still, I move, bitch. That Misco verse. Here I come. Here I come. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Well, it's it's pretty much like one one's a song for the men, one's a song for the women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And That's, it's literally moves, get out the way, the men are coming to the dance floor. Have you been the in the club like when Move Bitch comes clothes. on? When Move Bitch comes Hell on, yeah. it is an anthem. Everyone's singing that first verse. Everyone. Especially the get get the fuck out of my way, yo. When the DJ turns off the hot in here too. Nah. Actually, I lied. Yeah, they are still. The verse <laughs> flirtatious ass votacious. Yo, that shit, nah, that shit used to go. Go have. I'm not gonna lie. And then the last song stripper was stripper pole in the basement. Stripper pole in the basement. Yeah. Shout out to the uh the lead girl. We've talked about her on here before. She's from Scarborough Ting. Um, Pasha. Shout out to uh Mo Peterson. <laughs> oh wow, Marlon. My friend in Detroit. <laughs> always, always. Toronto Leave folklore, baby. Leave Pasha alone. You gotta love Toronto folklore. Come on, oh. man. I'm not gonna bring it up in detail. I'm not gonna say why I'm gone. I'm not gonna Pasha. expose her. I'm not Takashi. I'm not. I Alicia. have a story about Mo Pete. Oh, this is awkward. It. <laughs> is this my time to shine? <laughs> So when I was like 13 or 14 years old, I used to be one of those ball girls at the Raptors games. Uh-oh. I got to do that for a day. I like where this is going. As an internship. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a volunteer thing. So I had on these Air Force Ones and they were so tight. And Mo Pete came up to me and he was like, I really love your kicks, girl. Where you get them from? And I was like, Foot Locker. <laughs> And so we had that little moment, right? How old were you, young lady? I was like 13 or 14. Oh, Jesus, Lord. Oh, oh wow. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And then fast forward to when I was like 20, maybe 21. I think 21. I was at a party for Caravana. And I'm like standing in his booth and he comes up to me and he starts trying to talk to me and like, oh, like you're real cute. Can I get your number? I whatever, like your whatever. kicks. <laughs> where you get them kicks at? Where, like where you get them heels at, girl? <laughs> he used the same line he used on you 13 when you was 13. Holy shit. And I was like, well, you know, like we met when I was 13. And he was like, well, thank God you grew up then. I was like, all right, sir. Nice meeting you again. <laughs> what? Wow. Yo. So, yo. Okay. So, what are what are y'all views on that? Because that's very interesting. You have someone that <laughs> someone that <laughs> you met as a like I guess he's a celebrity. He's an athlete. Mm-hmm. He's well known. Uh, 
you met him at 13 years old and then you meet him again at what did you say 21 21 21 years old and he starts kicking game or whatever is mm-hmm. that is it creepy because you met him at 13 or is it creepy because you're 21 no i i think you I think it was just weird because it's like you really talked to me when I was like 13 and now I'm like 21 and you are already hella old. But think about that with just me Bieber. when I'm 13. Think so. about that with Bieber or like one of those guys who were like child stars. Right. Yeah. And they had extra young fans. Right. And mm-hmm. say they he like I know for a fact for a fact that Bieber has had sex with a one less lonely girl. Right, that he brought. Yeah. You no, know he does that one less lonely girl thing. He bring a girl on stage. Yeah, he brought a girl on stage, and years later, he had sex with. But he did. I I doubt he knows it's the same. It's the same person. Right. Yeah, that's weird. And that's what I'm saying. Like, is that isn't that kind of well? I guess only if you realize, because Mo Pete didn't even realize that he knew you. Right. Yeah. He never no. came up to you like, "Oh, Air Force girl." Like that. That's when. It, <laughs> <laughs> he did that. That's, that's when oh it gets. God. That's when it gets sticky. If he came it up to you been like, like, "I've been waiting for you to be of age." <laughs> if he just comes over and he just starts humming, you know that that's when it gets super creepy. But I guess yeah. it was just creepy for you because you you knew both times. Yeah. yeah, I just, it wasn't really anything. Because I remember he was like, well, I want your number. And then he was texting me the whole weekend, like, where you at? I want you to come out with me. And I just couldn't go through with it. Like, You should have went and wore Air Forces. <laughs> <laughs> should have wore the same Air Forces. The same Air Forces. <laughs> Yo, if you pulled the remember these, oh, and he said, oh, my God, Air Force girl. <laughs> and still kept talking to you? Nah, nah. He's like, yeah, where did, where did you get them? Imagine she was like, ah. Footlocker. I told you, Footlocker. <laughs> Don't kill me. He's like, you my Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> you my Cinderella. Yo, that, that prince had a foot fetish. I don't care what y'all say. That shit was nasty. This nigga tried every foot in the country. Who does that? Voluntarily. <laughs> unless you like it. That's creepy. He really care. wanted to find his <laughs> yeah, queen. Yeah, sure, sure. Nigga, put out an ad. Get an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, no, Luda, Luda definitely slapped. Luda's patience is to be admired. <laughs> like we, I don't think anybody's talking about that enough. Nelly was having some issues. Nelly left the room probably about thirteen times and came back. And he was practicing those Steve Burrell uh, patience. Yeah, <laughs> because Luda was just there, like showing love. And remember, we thought that there might be beef. Uh, for this uh, fight and they for this battle rather and they came on and they both showed each other love and were bigging each other up apparently when this is done they're going to be going on tour which is fire um, yeah that would be really dope that'd be a really dope tour to go to mad fun like especially if they do some like not just rapping on stage like they do some stuff with the stage and, and utilize that I think it'd be really fun plus the features that they could bring out mm-hmm. like the old head features Murphy Lee I'm trying oh, to no. see Murphy Lee. Because my rats come in packs like Sammy Murphy and Dean Martin. And I, yo, Murphy Lee was that nigga. Hold on. Let me put on my, let me put on my Murphy it, Lee. Hold on. I had the Murphy Lee CD. You I had a Murphy like, Lee album? Yeah. He wow, he, he had an real. album and I bought it. I yeah. was in there. 
You're, you're like one of 300 people. Wow. That's what, what I'm saying. I was probably the only Uh-oh. one. <laughs> where, where is that song? It's not on. They don't have Murphy Lee on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. They got it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yo, 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 you never met a nigga. Have you ever seen a little girl who be doing what I do? It's that uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get at it, Doc. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Now what goes up must come down. But we ain't coming down. It be them same old clowns. Giving you pound, pretending they proud. But when you leave time, they go around running their mouth. They something like a hater, man. Talking bad about a player. So like I ain't gonna see you later, man. You can't be fronting until you're confronted on. If you don't like what's going on, go on to another song. Cause I keep a hater guilty. My cars and my money are alike, man. Both of them filthy. From skipping and empty to fuel on. Fool. See, I be high when my car go bulls. Obey no rules to school, you fools. Schoolboy Earl, where we young dude news. St. Louis, like Blues, D. Miles, and Larry Hughes. And a young dude, Dante, young dude, dude, dude. But yo, what the hook gon' be? Uh oh, see, I don't need no fucking hook on this beat. All I need is a track in the background. My headphones loud, yeah. Keep the fuck going around, and I'ma rip it. Yo, what the hook gon' be? Uh oh, see, I don't need no fucking hook on this beat. All I need is a track. In the background, Yo, Murphy Lee. It's a real nigga. That's a big tune right there, dog. I remember seeing that on 106 in Park and losing my mind. Especially the video was just like talking about a simple video. Yeah, you're going around in circles around and Everything in the studio. The St. Louis Cardinals jersey in the bat. Just like. Niggas boom, just. Boom, boom, boom. Niggas aren't creative like that anymore, man. Man, I just want to go on an Airbnb, turn up with some Henny, some fucking backwoods, <laughs> oversized jackets. That I know they're cooking. I know you niggas are cooking in those jackets in the videos, you know. For sure. That's especially because most of the time they do it in warmer weather. Yo. They don't want to be outside. And you guys really need to stop putting these beat things in the video, man. I'm tired of. Uh, listen. Have some standards for these Toronto videos, bro. You guys, we're known for having beautiful women. You guys keep put, say, putting the same three beat things in these videos, man. <laughs> or get them a makeup person or something. Do, so, do something, man. My goodness, no disgusting. Oh, did you guys see? I got my first uh, you know why? song shout out. I just want to give girls $25 for a video. That's you got a shout out for what song? Yo, I don't know what it's called. Somebody girl. take me. He, he recorded a song and he shouted me out in it. So I got my first Toronto shout out in a song. Jeez. Ooh, what's the check? Bro, his called? name is Pav Early. I don't know what the song is oh, called. God. He just posted it on his Insta story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! It, it might not be when you want to get like, oh, keep my name out your mouth, son. Like, have yeah, you heard the song? I, like, I haven't heard the song. I just heard the clip. I don't know if you he, should be co-signing it then. I don't know, he, man. He referenced a tweet that I said about me gonna start freelancing, but I was like, what does that have to do? Yeah, <laughs> Magic- and I was like, I don't even know. Magic- just him trying to slide in the DMs, man. <laughs> oh, that was his way in. Put her in a song. Jeez, that's foolproof. <laughs> Knowing he'd be the first one too, unless yeah. the song is fucking whack. Yo, that's what I'm saying. You don't know if he's killing babies on the rest of the verses. Like, what's going on? In? <laughs> oh my what if gosh. he's a freelance baby killer? Like, 
<laughs> Alicia told me I can freelance, so I'm killing these babies. I'm He's killing them eighties. <laughs> Mercenary for hire, freelance. <laughs> that nigga selling drugs, freelance. Oh man, <laughs> freelance. Yo, invoicing for drugs is crazy. <laughs> what if your drug dealer said, "Yo, yo, uh, throw me an invoice when you can, bro, <laughs> for two oh, grams"? <laughs> I mean, that's what the government does. Invoices, essentially, when they charge tax. What? That's a receipt. That's that's yucky. I I ain't down with that. No invoice life for me. Um, what else happened this week? Okay, I saw it. Like, did you guys see that picture going around of um, an artist drew like <clears throat> the first one I saw was Travis in the different eras of Travis. Um, oh, I was just looking each, at this by each album, and then I saw one with Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes posted, yeah, that's the picture, and. I was just like, it's crazy that like by each album you can define the artist by the the hair, like their era lies mm-hmm. almost in their hairstyle to an extent. You can tell what era everyone was in just off like what their hair was like, and I'm like, is that a part of branding? Like, is Even that facial in, hair? Is that intentional? Do you think that every every celebrity does that with intention because? I just saw it today. Selena Gomez um, got a, a, a nice, uh, crisp Keith Powers fade uh, <laughs> going on. She got a crisp level one, close to a Selena bald Gomez. fade. And yeah, no, I'm dead ass. Go look it up. She shaved off her hair completely. And the fade is, t- it's sick. Like, I might cheat on my barber with whoever she got. It's <laughs> a nice gradient. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, she shaved off her hair and it's just like, I remember seeing something in 48 laws of power about standing out and like, mm-hmm. um, reinventing yourself and all that stuff. And like, even someone like Kendrick, you saw in that or Drake, like Drake had the beard with the hair. Then he had the hair and no beard. Then he had no hair and the beard mm-hmm. and just keep switching it up. Every, but it seems like it's each project that there's new looks. Even Jay-Z, his looks throughout the year, every album was different. And I don't his know if that's- His looks were the most- Pardon me? His looks were the most different, I think. Yeah, because his look like costumes. <laughs> you got reasonable <laughs> doubt. He's wearing like a 1940s yeah. top hat. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you got him wearing like a full crypt out outfit on there. And then you got Jay Z Blueprint. Then you no, got it was a black album with the hat. Black album, black where he's all black with a black hat. Then what's after that? What comes after that? Four forty four. The blue. No, it was a Blueprint three with the glasses, and then four 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 was with him and his. Oh yeah, the glasses with the shaved hair. head. Yeah, the Jimi Hendrix, the Jay Z Hendrix, the Run the World Jay Z. That's what I call mm-hmm. it. I hated that era of Jay Z. I think it was wearing mad V necks. <laughs> I fucking hate V-necks. No, wasn't he wearing turtlenecks? No, I definitely. Too? He was definitely wearing turtlenecks and V-necks. And that nigga tried to tell us to stop wearing Tims. <laughs> what? It's like choose a side. V like show you show your neck or not show your neck. And he what was wearing want, open Jay-Z? toes. He told us to stop wearing Tims. I was like, Jigga, come on, man. Jay-Z failed at two things. Trying to get us to stop wearing Tims and auto tune. Death of auto tune. <laughs> 
<laughs> Auto-Tune has, has grown so much over the years. That song, you can't even play that song anymore. Give it life. He really thought he was doing something about death yeah. of Auto-Tune. <laughs> that nigga thought he had it. <laughs> Yo. He tried to take it. It didn't work. And T-Pain um T-Pain bodied that out the frame. <laughs> And, and now Travis Scott is yeah, like the Travis king of <laughs> auto tune. Is Travis Scott the king of auto tune? Future he definitely uses it all the time. But Future uses it all the time. Tory Lanez yeah. uses Tory Lanez uses it very effectively. But who has the bigger music? Who has the bigger Travis? Music? Like who's the bigger artist? The more popular Travis, music is going to be Travis. I find Travis's auto tune is the is the most noticed. It's the most apparent. No, because I think his was just so consistent. His was like from the get go, like I'm not doing anything but this. Y'all get used to it. He's like Zap and Roger of the new age. <laughs> like he's like mm -hmm. I'm gonna, and he he curates his production to the auto tune, which mm -hmm. I think is is what makes him stand out. It's like other people will make the beat, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, okay, I'll sing on it and put that auto tune in. Whereas he'll be like, all right, what's this going to sound like with the auto-tune? <laughs> Let me auto-tune the beat. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, I, no. I definitely no, I, think it's a part of his musical style. So. You guys think, yeah, do you guys think it's intentional, the hairstyle thing? Um, I, I think that with an artist, you have to have some type of look, right? That's going to... But why can't it be just the same look? Well, people are always trying to reinvent themselves because they know that people want something new. Like mm -hmm. that. When was the last time someone was like, "No"? I mean, people will say we want that old shit. Yeah. But like when they do the same shit, people are like, "Oh, we want some new shit." People will but complain image, that it's boring. Like, but for even your just your own image, you think of that. Like I've never once gotten a haircut thinking, "I wonder what people will like to see me in this time." <laughs> There's some people who like tap into that superstar level that just change. Like it's a part of their like DNA to be trendy or set the trend can they be like human? rihanna have you seen rihanna you know how many hairstyles that girl yeah, but, used that, to but that's see that's an example of someone doing what they want to do because there's no mm -hmm. there's no defined era with rihanna's hair she changes it every week you see mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it's like her uh Nicki minaj had an has eras it's a, there's a difference with that like you can say you can show Nicki on the steps and then you can show Nikki when Wayne signed her with the when she had that pink, that pink hair in the back, and every girl was mm -hmm. getting that pink hair in the back. And then you had weirdo Nikki when she was like Lady Gaga and Harajuku Barbie Nikki. Then you have, oh, I'm back to being <coughs> just the the black girl you guys all loved Nikki when she came back with the Chirac freestyle, and she's like stuck in that she's stuck in that bag so far. So it's like mm -hmm. you, she even has eras. Beyonce, with Beyonce her hair. does not have errors. She doesn't Beyonce have errors. Beyonce stays blonde. Beyonce period. stays the same. See what I'm saying? Beyonce and when we just do, stays the sometimes same. she'll tap into like the dark brown, and then that's it. That's it. She, Beyonce, she tried to cut off her hair, but she tried to cut off like her hair. A guy like yeah. What about a guy like J Cole? J Cole, um, like where he, he he him changing his whole style and his approach to music changed with his hair and it kind of I, fits. Like, I think it's I think that wasn't an intentional I'm gonna change my hair for the masses type thing. I think that was that grew with his his progression as a person and his consciousness. And oh I feel yeah, the same I remember for that. Kendrick Lamar. 
I remember that. Yeah, see, I feel the same thing with Kendrick Lamar as well. I think Kendrick, like, you can see even with his different eras, like the Section 80 haircut he had, and then the the first album, like the Drank Kendrick, and, like, his hair has just grown. <laughs> literally, that's yeah. all it has. He, he just grew out his hair. Yeah, that's literally it. Travis, same thing. He just grew out his hair. Mm-hmm. So it's like, with some artists, I feel it's telling which artists change their hair, if that makes sense. Do you get what I'm saying? You guys get what I'm going at? Like, if you're not that good of an artist, I but, feel like you need to do that. But, so you're saying Jay-Z is not good of an artist to change up his look? He didn't really change up his hair that often until later, but he had yeah. a distinct, like, style. But, like, with Nicki Minaj, who has had those errors, she was also a trendsetter. Yeah. Definitely. Like she was the one that was setting the trends for whatever everybody else was doing. Right? Definitely. True. That's very true. Do, so, can you argue that Nicki Minaj made? Uh, di- did she make colored hair popular in the white community? Because you remember when white when white women were yeah. getting at black girls for having colored hair. Well, yeah, Lil Kim. They weren't doing that with Lil Kim. Did. Nah, none of that. Like Lil Kim. Nah, did Nicki the colored was probably hair. Nicki was probably the biggest black artist that tapped into like white markets that they would be able to pick it up but like lady gaga used to do color hair didn't she yeah but why i don't know mm. i don't know when she started mm. Mm. lady gaga is a very interesting person to me um or like katie perry katie perry uh, i don't even pay attention to <laughs> i'm sorry i don't no but katie perry would i feel I like katie name, perry would have i think i can like, name two katie perry songs <laughs> I'm so detached from that world. I have no idea what's you know, going on in white world until I'm in a grocery store line and I see you the You didn't see the tweet where someone was like the only person that can go head to head with Rihanna other than like Beyonce or something is Katy Perry. Who said that? It was a tweet on your favorite Twitter. Is it crack? Is it crack they smoke? <laughs> Rihanna, is. I don't, I, listen. Rihanna could go up against Janet Jackson or Beyonce or Missy. Ooh, Rihanna versus Missy. My blood clot. That could be spicy. Rihanna versus Missy could be very, because their sounds, sonically, they both have very big songs. And they have a lot of hits between the both of them. Different eras but both girl power heavily on both sides when it comes to the brand. That could be, that could be what, cause I don't think women are going to know who to choose. <laughs> that could be one that divides. That would be crazy. I think that's I as big as. I would love to see so that. What, what would you rather that or Rihanna Beyonce? I'd rather Rihanna Missy. No question. Beyonce is going to win no matter who she faces. So it's just not good. I'd rather see Rihanna in a battle where it's going to be fun to see Rihanna in the battle. You I'll, think Beyonce is... It's, just, it's not even a matter of if the songs are bigger or sound better or whatever. It's just Beyonce. You know what I mean? It's the, it's, yeah. It, you, can't, you can't go against it. You can't. Somebody said the only person <laughs> that Beyonce or Jay-Z can go up against is themselves. Or Michael like Jackson. They, they got to be in the health. Well, Michael Jackson's not here to do that. So that Michael Jackson's of, the only person that's going to trump Beyonce. 
No, but the same would that not be dope to see Beyonce and Jay-Z like literally sitting up in their house doing it? Like, I no. feel like the competition would be so they would bring out some type of competition between each other. I could picture Beyonce's competitive spirit just I, trying to take over. I think it would be fun to see them interact together because we don't ever mm-hmm. get to see that. We hear, it, we hear it on songs. We hear all that good stuff. But, like, the way you get to see Will and Jada interact with each other and you're just, like, you, you love them even more just seeing how they talk to each other. We don't get that with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, we get to see them at award shows and mm-hmm. they're, they're doing hand gestures to each other and, like, whispering to each other. We never get to hear them actually really talk to each other. You only see them other. performing. Yeah. Even in, in the, the documentaries, you, you you don't get to see them talk. You see highlights of like their vacation or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the battle would be dope just off that aspect. I think people would focus on their interaction a lot more than uh, the songs they're playing. Like just like if Obama and Michelle Obama uh, were to go head to head, that'd be dope. With doing their favorite really, songs, that'd be really <laughs> sick. That'd be really sick, but not sick because of the songs we know that they could tap into, but because you just like seeing them interact with each other. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, but I like Jay Z versus Re- Beyonce. She, Beyonce. Once again, Beyonce is just gonna trump that because all she has to do win. all she has to do is play the entire Lemonade album, and Jay Z really cannot respond. <laughs> the album's about him more. fucking up, <laughs> so it's like he loses off rip. Um, that's like battling someone who has diss tracks on you already, a la Ja Rule, Fifty Cent. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like Fifty Cent's entire first album was a diss soundtrack for Ja Rule. I thought about it the other day. This man said, "Nigga, I'll kill you." I ain't playing. That is a name the song. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> while signed to Dre and Eminem. Like, this is on his debut album. That is unheard of. I plan. I cannot hear I can't you hear Norm either, so. I, <laughs> oh, I was on mute for a second, sir. <laughs> I ain't playing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't even know. How, how do we get there? Oh, yeah, the hair. I want to see. Yeah, do you guys think that 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 could work on um, a minimal level? Say for like creators who are just starting out, and um, I don't know. Like for example, that JoJo Siwa is that what her name is? The white girl with the scrunchie. Oh, um, JoJo yeah. Siwa. Sa- I don't know if that's how she you pronounce it, but yeah, I don't know what her name is. The girl, she's like a millionaire off scrunchies. And mm-hmm. YouTube, and yeah, today she dropped a video, um, basically switching her style, like saying she's like, oh, she's entering a new phase. So she no longer has because she comes. So when she got famous, she was a little kid. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. now she's entering like the older teens. She's eighteen. And she can't. She just can't keep looking like a little girl with that side ponytail and those big bows, ribbons, scrunchies, whatever, Listen, and dressing like. Hey, if it works for Ariana, six. If it works for Ariana, Ariana, Ariana ain't changed says, that ponytail once. Ariana said that she did it because her hair was ruined from always straightening in it, and it was like really thin, so that's why she put a hair ponytail in, and she would just leave it like that because it's like easy. But it's still but like now, that. But now it's like a signature. But like 
with JoJo, she JoJo's Suya, whatever, she looks childish. Ariana well, she, she looks, looks childish young, because of like, that jacket. That jacket is horrendous. You Jacob Technicolor fucking leather jacket. Like, that jacket looks like a Charizard fucking holographic card. It's nuts. Oh, my gosh. It's nuts. Like, you could see her down the street. And when she did that spin, because everybody's doing this swipe challenge, we're like, yeah, man, I got to give it to you, narcissists. You guys really find creative ways to just say, look at me, I'm hot. Because the amount of challenges where it's just people dressed as bums and then all of a sudden glammed up that I've seen and the various ways that they've gotten it off, like started with that don't rush bullshit. They put the little makeup brush and they turn mm -hmm. and they come back and they got makeup on and like you're still in that bum ass house. Um, <laughs> like and then now it's a swipe challenge where they're wiping a mirror and you seen them all glammed up like when they swipe. <laughs> And then they swipe back and they're back to like their house clothes and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Look how well I could trick you. Look how look how cool that trick was when really it's like, look how hot I am, guys. That's <laughs> the point of to show you like, okay. This oh, is no, I get me. that. I get that. And now I'm fine. I, <laughs> Alicia's got the challenge plan. She's very yeah, angry she's, that I'm talking down on it. Soon she's, on she's like, well, no. Marlon. Um, I like some of them. Some of them, they do really, really well. What you're a model, though. Huh? You're a model though. So it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I You're model-esque. Okay. I don't like thank you. I don't like <laughs> um how people will use their shitty cameras or they won't like clean their camera and it just looks horrible. Like you'll see somebody who's like a real content creator and they're like using proper lighting and their video is so crisp and it's in in the frame properly and not film like horizontally it's vertically and then you'll go to the next one it's like such trash i would have been like no nah, i'm not including that sorry you yeah. either do it over again or you're not included yeah like how do you tell the person yo <laughs> get a new phone oh we can't have you in the challenge like at that point you just gotta you just gotta take the l so man i would do that i'd yo. be like uh Yo, that shit kills yo, me when they have their see? friends who aren't creators. <laughs> it's just like they're in a dark room. <laughs> yo, they didn't clean up off the carpet. <laughs> Shit's crazy, man. You see when people put um their cell phone to a drill and then they're like they're shooting and it's spinning to create an effect. No. Yeah. What do you be watching, you Norm? What do you be watching? <laughs> it's on I've been seeing it on TikTok. I've been trying to pick up on TikTok. Interns have been trying to get me to watch more TikTok. Try, I'm, and trying shit. To, I'm trying to push him oh my towards God. you know. And I was just like, man, him fuck getting this big TikTok on TikTok. Shit. He he can fucking get no, big on TikTok. If all he has to man. do is every time he cooks, do what he does. I don't know why it's Norm, it, do you like, hear do you hear what he says, Norm? I don't do you, know what's do you, what you right cook now? all the time, bro. No, I don't. So why not? Are you like one of those basketball players that like their parents pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and now, and now they're like they 19 like... and they fucking hate basketball? That's <laughs> like that's like me with social media. <laughs> I had way too many jobs doing social media and now I'm scarred for life. People are like, "Post, like you have the keys to be successful in the digital." And I'm like, "No. We need the ace no, keys. Son. We need the yeah, ace keys." <laughs> Do you hate cooking now, Norm? No, I just Unless I'm cooking for somebody or cooking with purpose, like every time I cooked, I was cooking those things for somebody. Well, I don't know why you're not you're not doing like get. a catering service or something. Like I know bad people selling he food out their house so and can't cook money. like you. 
we already discussed the food truck. We like went through all these different options. How many times can we make you money, Norm? It's it's it's, it's Yo, nuts at this point. Cooking's not an easy job, man. It's a fucking strenuous job. Nah, that shit easy as fuck. You gotta figure out how to <laughs> tap back into like the fun of it and the passion of it. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's when I'm making it for some people that I know, or like people I okay, love. Okay, so, so then make some food for us. Let's go. Extra, extra gravy, gravy meal plan. Let's go. <laughs> extra gravy <laughs> meal plan. Patreon, what's up? Patreon, walk one. You guys want, you guys want food? Out. I'll make it for you. Just, just pay on Patreon. Take your Patreon donations for the extra gravy meal plan. Let's go. It's happening. It's it's for It's actually gonna be exclusive, exclusive, exclusive world premiere, 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 premiere. I'll do that. I'll do that for the people that I love. All our wonderful listeners. There you go. Patreon. Ooh, Patreon, you getting that norm food. Damn. Damn. So put in your request. Cooking up that norm storm. Let's go, guys. Cooking up that norm storm. That's what you call it. <laughs> the norm storm. Um <laughs> Let's go back to Last Dance, man. Shit. God <laughs> damn. God Ooh. damn. Michael Jordan, man. What a guy. Yo, how, how about poor John Stockton? Poor Johnny. Poor, poor Johnny, Johnny, man. Broke his heart multiple times near the end Twice. of his career. He just wanted one. Michael said, nah. Gotcha. Yo, the fact that he called that shit on Byron Russell way before that play happened absolutely nuts like why do these people keep putting a battery in, in jordan's back Byron like Russell trying to, to tell this nigga that he can't he, he would beat him one-on-one -on -one. <laughs> and it was not a push by the way i just like to point that out love yeah. that angle it was not love a push. that angle it was showed. not a push Oh, so he, he, what did somebody say? It was like Reggie, oh, Reggie someone, Miller was a push uh Phil Jackson said it was the equivalent of someone showing you to your chair a matron. <laughs> a waiter showing you to your chair. Like, Here you go, in, sir. <laughs> you're just guiding it at that point. Or like a guy when uh, you're walking down the street and he sees that you're on the outside of the, um, walking yep. on the outside near the cars and he just slightly moves you to the inside. But you don't really move him. You just move yourself and she gets yeah. it with your hand. You there. just... You just put it and you let Byron her got it. And he, you he understood with the moment. He's like, let me get creepy, out of the way. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that creepy hand at the back of a woman's back when she's like, oh, don't. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, did, we talk, very, did we talk about a, that? That's a very intimate spot. Like putting you at like the, uh, I don't even know what part the of the arch. back is considered. Like the, the arch of the back. Bone. It's kind of intimate. Did so we don't talk be about touching that? me there unless I like you. Did we talk about that ever? We, I, I believe we, we have. We touched upon it a little bit. I think we, so, we right? We touched upon it a little bit. About yes. how I had a problem doing that? In the club, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Because, like, I don't know what, like, especially if I'm, I know, especially when I'm, like, flirting with a girl, like, trying to get her number or buy her a drink, whatever the case may be, I know for a fact my hand used to be on the back, that lower back. So mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, come here, little baby. Come here, little mama. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and even just moving through the club, like, I never realized it until girls started talking about it on Twitter, how, like, guys will move through the club and will touch girls to move them out the way. 
or mm-hmm. to to ask them to move out the way or or excuse me or whatever. But you won't do that when mans are in the way. You're not gripping a man's waistline. No, <laughs> like, sure not. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Like, excuse me, bro. Excuse me, bro. Like, you're not gripping niggas' waistlines to get out. <laughs> Man, well, sometimes out here just gripping sometimes hips. Sometimes push your belly. Sometimes it push your belly or your chest to, like, you know. Yeah, listen, I, I'll around. be like, yo. Yep. Don't touch me. Yep. Excuse me. I sorry. Hate, I, sorry. I really hate excuse when me, people, like, touch, like, when they touch my back and stuff like that because I just feel like it's a very intimate spot. So I'll be like, bro, don't touch me. You didn't need what, to touch me. Back up. Well, you know, when people are going through the clubs, like, sideways, sideways, I don't do that. I do the, the, the praying hands forward and split the crowd. Like, excuse <laughs> me. Like, excuse me, like, sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's like when that's you, smart. This nigga breaststroking. You know, Right, exactly. It's just like he's <laughs> pushing through. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, Last Dance was was fire. Um, what a way to end. We're getting, if you're listening to this, tonight. 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 Game six, the movie. Ooh, we are getting game six like we've never seen it before. The intern is about to jerk off to his Michael Jordan statue. I need you to calm down. I need you to calm. (laughs) Wow, he's talking to it. This is scary. Very. Um, (laughs) Look at that face. (laughs) That that is so excited. Let's think of wearing Michael Jordan shorts on his head. Did you make those? Did you make that durag out of shorts? Pull up to the the camera. Actually, those look like ball shorts. Pull up to the camera. They are. They are the, the one and only. Bear jokes. Official. Jeez, Norm, you made those durags out of ball shorts. That's amazing. <laughs> you're, seams- you're a seamstress, sir. And Norm's frozen in the Did perfect he spot. The Nelly? He's in the perfect spot. Everybody pose like Norm. But hold on, let's all, let's all pose like him. <laughs> Damn it, he's unfrozen. How pissed? <laughs> what is? Not like that. We meant like we meant like thumbs up. Oh, <laughs> Intern trying to tap into his model side. This nigga gave us a profile. Like- this boy went. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! This, yo, you look like one of them niggas in the the uh, the barbershop posters. <laughs> yo, I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. Oh man, I'm dead. Um, one person that is in game six that we did see um was the mailman uh and <laughs> the nah we gotta talk about dennis rodman i'm sorry <laughs> yo, yo yo dennis rodman man is ignorant invented free thinking <laughs> he invented free thinking this man did whatever he wanted i've never seen like when you're talking about Winning so much and being so good at your job mm-hmm. that people are okay with you fucking off in the most important times. <laughs> Phil Jackson That's was so selfish. Entirely too calm. <laughs> entirely too even Jordan. I was surprised Jordan wasn't chewing him out. Jordan was just yelling, Rodzilla! Rodzilla! <laughs> I was dying. And I remember that time. Like, do you guys were you a uh were you a wrestling fan, Norm? Hell yeah. Were you a wrestling fan? I know Intern was a wrestling fan. I know. He <laughs> I probably would. still is. Look at him. 
after. Don't go. Listen, don't find I a have, wrestling action one. figure. I don't do it. He was don't looking. do it. I seen him. I like, I like did it and I know where it is. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. This I'm nigga's looking at his John Cena. I'm like, <laughs> don't kill me. But yeah, no, I was a big, big wrestling fan at the time in 1996, 97, 98, whatever. Um, huge wrestling fan and wrestling you could argue is probably probably at its peak in terms of popularity because it had seeped into like mainstream popularity where like people are wearing degeneration x t-shirts and nwo t-shirts and people are dapping each other up with like the wolf pack like mm -hmm. it was it was very real for a while and nwo huge part of my wrestling uh childhood uh they were like, Worm. they were the Pistons of wrestling. <laughs> they were like, you had Rey Mysterio, you had Hulk Hogan, you had um, uh, Kevin Nash, I think his name was. Was Kevin that his Nash, name? Yeah. Kevin Nash? Yes, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Jeez. Oh. Like, legends too. Like, that was the sickest part was that it was WWF legends that have crossed over into WCW like they were taking it over like this is our shit now and mm -hmm. that storyline was so perfect how they weaved it together like you almost it was almost like the two organizations were working together at one point because the transition like you could watch Raw and a storyline on Raw would continue on WCW and yeah. you'd be like, what the, f how is this crossover? It's like, it's like when Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers made a crossover episode. Like, you're the, your mind was blown. And it's just like when Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless cross. You, you know are a robot, nigga. What the fuck? This nigga went straight Travis Scott on us. <laughs> you sound like Dial-Up. <laughs> He, he said when Bold and the Beautiful and Young and Restless crossed over. Ooh, that's a dangerous crossover because they did that. There like, was plenty. Scandal crossover to how to get how to how to, how to get, get away, away with murder. murder. Yep, yep. It's it's perfect practice and grace, but perfect. Yeah, perfect practice and grace. Yeah, perfect practice and grace. Perfect practice was ass, but yeah, perfect practice and grace. But yeah, no, like seeing. NBA crossover with WC just with wrestling, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mind was blown. Cause up until that point, you'd see celebrities like they would join, but they would be more a lot of talking. And if they did an event, it would be like a one-off, like WrestleMania or something. You wouldn't see any longevity with it, bro. Rodman and Karl Malone was a legit storyline for almost a year in wrestling. Like mm -hmm. it was, it went on for a minute. They fought a month after the finals. They did a tag team battle. And I remember Carl Malone was also a wrestler at the time. And he was a tag team partner with Diamond Dallas Page. D DDP. P. Bang. Bang, baby. <laughs> that shit. I used to do that my, on my I used to get up on my couch when they did the fucking rock. <laughs> nigga. I was like, oh, you know, busy. <laughs> Everyone in the crowd, you'd see it. Everybody. Put it up at the same, everybody, everybody at the same time. It was nuts. Everybody. It was and nuts. Friggin' uh Carmelone and Den even longer than Dennis Rodman stayed wrestling. Like he I, I don't know if he fell in love with it or what. But he continued wrestling with DDP for a minute. They were tag team champions for a while, for a couple months, <laughs> to be completely honest. And 
I know it was easier for him because it was the off season or whatever, but still, it was nuts to see that. And the fact that Dennis Rodman did that in the finals, bro. You see him sitting down with cigar. <laughs> he's got a drink in his hand. He's got <laughs> girls all around. Him. He's like, hey, I just want to fuck all the girls, man. Have a lot of fun. I just want to party. Fuck all the girls. <laughs> it's just like, yo, this guy is a G. A G. Um, you have him I doing don't know that. Who- I don't know who said it in the documentary, but when he came back to practice and like Phil kind of made a joke about it yeah. right before MJ started saying Rodzilla, he was like, well, he went to get that nice bag. He went to get a check or whatever. Apparently he made like 1.6 million. No, that's incorrect. He made two. Okay. So the trip that he took mm-hmm. WCW sent him a private jet to get mm-hmm. there. And gave him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. If he no one point six million for his, however, the couple of years that he oh, okay. remained total, within the thing, yeah, 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 that's smart. But that first trip was two hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and if you miss practice, it was twenty thousand. And they, <clears throat> when they asked the team about it, multiple people on the team were like, "I think he's Shit. a good businessman." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, if you look at it that way, like, who's because not going to take that trip? But if he if he is smart enough for me, I'd be like, all right, you want me to miss practice and you got to pay the twenty thousand dollar fine that whatever. So you got to include it in whatever fee you plan on paying me. Exactly. Exactly. So that that's mad smart on his. And you're winning and you're winning fans like you're winning mad people over. And I think that there's a common misconception with. I think it was just um, just his entire persona. I feel like people thought Dennis Rodman's an idiot and still do think that Dennis Rodman's not a smart person. Yeah. Because he's not like really well put together. He's not polished. Well, polished in the traditional sense. Like he's got the mm-hmm. tattoos, he's the an dyed idiot hair. He's got the, he's got the piercings all over. And there's a stigma that comes along with all three of those things, especially in that time in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, on top of that, I think also, weirdly enough, his stats come into play with that. I think people look at him just being a rebounder and think that he's probably just not an intelligent person, like an intelligent player, intelligent Mm -hmm. enough to get baskets. And that translates into his real life. So it's like there was so many moments in this documentary where I was like, yo, Dennis Rodman's really fucking smart. Like, and even Jordan said he's the smartest player he's ever played with in his career. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's crazy to see because just hearing about all the jokes with the Hong Kong thing and him going back or not Hong Kong, North Korea and him going back and forth and uh, talking, being friends with Kim Jong-un. And it, it was just like, everyone was making it out to seem like he was some dumbass going out to speak with him. And really he's a smart guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, and he he's probably doing some really actual smart work over there. So let's let's not forget. Okay, let's let's go. Let's do a recap of the guy's life. The guy married Carmen Electra, dated Madonna, Jeez. married himself, <laughs> was in the NWO with the tag team with Hulk Hogan, was in a movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. He's in a movie with Sylvester Stallone. A movie with Sylvester Stallone. His best what? friends with North Korea's Kim Jong Un. Like we don't talk slowly, about this guy enough, man. This guy's life is. You need a he, documentary for him. He is he dresses the 90s. like every hit, like cool kid today. He is the like, yo. Trust me, trust me. This guy lived the life. He's 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 up there with like a master P 
in terms You're of saying like his net worth is careers. only five hundred thousand. Only five hundred thousand. He blew that's all the his money. No, that's the internet. That's just never accurate. That shit that's is what I'm never saying. accurate. You so don't believe any of that net worth crap on there. Not not a chance. That would be so horrible. I would be so disappointed in him. I think he'd be fine. He's got too many rich friends to be every I think once you get to a certain level of rich, you'll always be good. Especially if you if you're there for a minute. You gotta have be rich with longevity. If you're rich for a while, mm-hmm. the rich will always have your back. Cause they know that you you're good for it. They know you could bounce back. It's very interesting. Um um oh yeah carl malone nasty guy let's also Mm -hmm. not forget that Mm -hmm. i know i bigged him up in the wrestling nasty man very nasty not a fan (laughs) not a fan of him uh he's like the uncle ruckus of basketball if you think about it and he's a country he's a country boy he uh impregnated a 13 year old girl when he was 20 and then denied the kids for t- 17 years, I think it was. Denied the kids. And then when he met them, said it was too late for them to have a father-son relationship. Uh, he was ordered to pay $125 a week um, to the kids in his rookie year. And he was a millionaire. And he said, nah, it's too much. He said, nah, can't do it. <laughs> and he refused to pay it. Um, He's just, yeah, I don't know. There, his son went on mm-hmm. Instagram, I mean, not Instagram, on Twitter and made a video uh, kind of like pleading for some sort of uh, respect to be put on his family's name, I guess. Um, I think, I, I guess he was seeing the comments that were being made about his dad and he looked pretty emotional in the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said that his mom was probably going to be mad about it or something like that. I'm trying to find a video now to play for you guys. Shit's taking forever to load. There it is. How y'all doing? My name's KJ Malone. I mean, I'm probably going to get a lot of backfire for this. My mom's probably going to get mad at me. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm just doing this for my family and, you know, just standing up for my dad. Um, After, you know, Last night's episode of Last Dance, you know, it showed how great of a player my dad is, but people don't want to see that. People want to look at his his past. You know, he made a mistake, but at the end of the day, he's like, he's still a great dad. He he still takes care of Demetrius. Demetrius is my brother. I love him to death. I mean, my dad's a part of all of his kids' lives, and people want to think he's not, but, I mean, he literally does anything for us. And he would do it. He'd take his shirt off his back for anybody. That's just who he is. And, you know, it's just all that stuff that people say about him just takes away from what a great player he was and what a dominant player he was. And, it, you know, it doesn't only hurt me, but I mean, it hurts like it hurts me seeing my mom because my mom literally deals with all this shit. She's the rock of the family. And, uh, I mean, if my dad had social media, he would be on. He'd be on here, the same thing. But I mean, my dad's just a country country boy. I mean, he has he still has a damn flip phone. So, <laughs> I mean, he, I just think me as one of his sons and seeing all this stuff said about him on Twitter, I just wanted to step up. And I mean, 
I don't care what y'all think about my dad. I'm just telling you what kind of guy he is. And I mean, he, he literally would do anything to help anybody less fortunate of, of him. I mean, yeah. And it, yeah, it goes on like that basically. And it's just like, it's very so that's the kid he has with his wife right now. I'm not too sure. That's the other thing. I, I don't know who this guy, what which, kid, which it is? kid it is. So I, I'm not going to say like, it's because it, it, this would be a strong argument if you knew it was the 17, the, like one of the kids that grew up that was 17, and that's when he got mm-hmm. into their life. Because if they could think that of him now, that means he's changed his ways or he's evolved at least, you know what I mean, in that regard. Yeah. Which I probably, he probably has, you know what I mean? Like, especially after your career is done, you have a lot more time to sit down and reflect and mm-hmm. to do good and, you know, correct some wrongs. So who knows? Um, but it's interesting, like, do you think that at any point he has, as a child, he has to hold his dad accountable for what he did? Um, Is the, do you think that that's the role as a, as a kid in that situation? Like, your, your dad's mm-hmm. getting slandered for some facts. It's not like people are just spreading rumors. These are things mm-hmm. that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Documented. Do you hold your parents accountable for that? Um, I definitely think that parents need to be accountable for their actions, but I think it also shows the growth of the child to be able to know like what your parents have done in the past and be able to like grow past that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hard thing to do because a lot of us, we keep resentment for our parents for our whole lifetime sometimes. So be, to be able to like be so supportive of what he has done, like, and saying like, okay, we've moved past this. That's something big in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty big. Like kudos to him for sure. Hopefully his dad is the one making it better. Cause this, that's the thing. Like if your parent doesn't evolve mm-hmm. when you're, especially if you want to get over it and mm-hmm. get rid of that resentment, but you just keep seeing the same person. It's like, how, how do you do that? How do you get yeah. over that? How do you look past that? How do you forget those things and still maintain a healthy relationship? It's called therapy. <laughs> that therapy is the way you get over Next it. Therapy. <laughs> Even if you're no, in contact with that person, in person, you, um, it's definitely therapy, so you can get past it. Mm. Um, that doesn't mean that your relationship is always going to be good. Like I always say that you should forgive people, not for them, but for yourself. Mm. Like forgiveness is not about that other person. It's about you internally being okay with whatever the situation is like at peace with the situation so that you can move forward in your life. Mm -hmm. So like your relationship still might be strained, but at least you know, that's who they are. And they change like a lot of these parents, they reach a certain age and people in general they reach a certain age and you can't rewrite the way that they were um so you just got to be able to accept them at the present moment and it is what it is and then you 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 figure out where your relation or how your relationship is going to be with them but you got to be at peace with the situation because they may never apologize they may never admit that they were wrong they may never change um but Uh internally for yourself you gotta be at peace with that definitely and even for like Lighter things. Let's say your parents aren't a pedophile. Um, <laughs> like, just for things like I saw today, 66 positive things to say to your child. And I looked mm-hmm. at this list. <laughs> and I'm like, who is getting all this? Good Lord. What a life. 
not in a West <laughs> Indian home. Who wrote this shit? Not in a West Indian not home. Not in no immigrant household. I'm going to read I'm gonna read off like 20. <laughs> I want to hear this. This got to be good. It's like a, it's a infer, what's what she's called? What? Infographic. It's an infographic. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one, I'm grateful for you. Anybody? I've said that for a few. I've said no, that to I, people. No, I said, have that been said to you? <laughs> you are the child in this situation. My mother. From said that parents? I don't think so. I rate it. You make me proud. My I've mom said, said that. that to me before. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both Your words are meaningful. Mm-mm. I never heard that shit <laughs> growing up. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the cutoff? Let's make a cutoff age. Let's say 18. 18, yeah. you have had to have heard of one of these things at least once. 18. All right. I love after 18 or before 18? No, before 18. Because it's very easy to get a lot of this shit after 18. Let's be okay, very okay. real. <laughs> We're talking about upbringing. Like, this is how what built you, the foundation. These are the things that are being put into your mind as a, as a growing, early, healthy, early functioning adult. This is what was rooted in you, right? Yeah. Not Because a lot of this blocks. shit, I will say, a lot of this shit, you will hear after 23, yeah. 24, yeah. 25. Your parents, no matter, because now it's... You know, they, they know you're grown up. You seem to still be alive. You're eating. You're like, I've done my job. I've done my yeah. job. I'm proud of what I've done. Let me compliment my work. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But the why did I do this years? Yeah. Like, why the fuck? Yeah. I have children years. Exactly. Did they say did these they things? they say these things? Okay. All right. Sometimes he goes past 18, but that's, that's, that's another story. That's another story. Um, number four. You have great ideas. I've heard that. I never heard that before 18. I don't know if it was before 18, but it <laughs> might have been kid. like 19, they, 20. They were talking about before 18. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you do know. You said 1920. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If I heard that 1920, I might have heard it when I was younger. Nah, I don't remember. Nah. <laughs> uh, number five. I love being your parent. <laughs> For sure not. Definitely yes. never heard that shit. <laughs> you don't I'm have a good to, son. Number I'm six. A good son. You don't have to be perfect to be great. I never got taught that. I thought well, you I had to be perfect to be great. That's no, why I'm still one. big, big in my big, big age trying to trying to chase perfection. perfection. Ah, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk my about it. Say my mom used to say, "Oi." Imperfect spells I'm perfect. <laughs> okay. That's a fucking bar. Holy shit. That nah. was close enough. That's, now that's, we have to come out with I'm perfect t-shirts. <laughs> imperfect I'm perfect t-shirts. Oh, it's going. It's going. Um, your opinions matter. Nah, bro. <laughs> You don't have quiet, an opinion in this house. You pay any bill, you pay any bill around here, so you have opinion. You can afford opinion. No. Nah. Um, number eight, you are important. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I heard that. Must be nice. Number nine, <laughs> you are loved. Definitely heard yes. that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, but like, in, <laughs> come see, come see. I mean, said in different ways, like right? <laughs> huh? 
Does it have to be those exact words? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. For Marlon, it does. These are positive (laughs) things to say to your child. They're giving you the words to say. But our parents have accents. Oh my God. Come on. Use your your head. You know what I mean. So they say it in different ways. But but you know. Exactly. So you know. You know if it's being said. Okay. But not like, not like, pass me that damn remote. (laughs) <laughs> and be like, oh, she loves me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I believe you. <laughs> I never yeah, sar- sarcastically. I never heard a shit. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. I believe you? Mm-hmm. Your I believe parents you. saying, no. I believe you? That's no. nuts. I, hear, I heard I believe you. <laughs> I heard you're too damn lie. <laughs> oh, you love lies, huh? <laughs> Yo, um, I believe in you. Yeah. yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> this family wouldn't be the same without you. Okay, definitely not. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. You are valuable. Yes. You are vital. I, that's all I hear now when I... <laughs> When I see that line, um, you can say no. There was no, there's no such thing as saying no in my, in my, yeah, no, nope. <laughs> like, go, go. I, I would say no all the time. <laughs> exactly. Go clean the bathroom. No. <laughs> and they wouldn't say, you can say that. <laughs> it wouldn't be like, all right. <laughs> my parents have never been like, you're entitled to your opinion. They'd be like, you want to try again? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> say what? Um, you can say yes. I don't even know what that I means. Don't know. Why is that a positive? Okay, whatever. Um, I know you did your best. My, my mom that. would say that in regards to sports. If I played sports and I, and I lost or something. I know you but did not, your best. Not in cleaning your room. But not in tests or cleaning my room or homework. Say, not in school. Not in school. <laughs> you could have done better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not. I know you did your best. Um, number 17. You were right. Yeah? Yeah, I know. But not in regards to something they were saying. Uh. But just in general, like in, like in school, like the teacher was wrong. You were right. Like, I believe you. Nope, yeah. not for me. I, I, I had a grandma and a, <laughs> like that would fight for me. She would go to the school and like argue on my behalf. That's Aww. sick. That's sick. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. there's there's 66 of these. I'm not gonna read all of them. But yeah. But you know what's crazy is that uh, like our parents might not have done that, and that just shows the different mindset that they were at. Because I know for sure these are probably things that I would say to my kid. Yeah. Right. Cause I, I say them to other people all the time. Yeah. So of course I'm going to say that plus more to my child. And it just shows like the different mindset that like previous generations were in and how our generation right now is a lot more compassionate and caring and willing to like show that because our parents probably, some parents probably thought those things but just never knew how to actually express it yeah well the shedding of toxic masculinity is definitely gonna help in that um Mm -hmm. because that's getting beaten down day by day and like you're seeing men being more open with their emotions even when you're talking about music like kanye 808s and heartbreak that couldn't exist Mm -hmm. in like the early 90s like if it was if you're hearing anything about mental health for them it would be something like through the struggles of the ghetto 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be like, yo, I'm fucked up. Like I'm not okay. And like that's mm -hmm. a lot of the music today, even. Even with the young kids. If you're seeing the trend in young kids, it's kind of scary to me. Um, how much they ride this depression train and like how sad that they they I think they think sad is cool. Wage grunge, they man. think sad is cool, which is very it's it's interesting because like hip hop emo. Yeah. Emo. Yeah. It's almost mm -hmm. like we're going through the stages of like how music was for uh like white music, so to speak. Lincoln Park. Is, like, no, I always thought Nirvana was gonna make its comeback or like the grunge era was was supposed to have its turn as far as like the cycle of trends. Yeah, because right like, now in the it's early nineties like, it was all grunge. Was, even that um what's that what was that Melly that no that um Juice World. Yeah. Like that song. Oh, I, I still, still see your shadows, shadows in my, my room. Head. Like that shit. Like it. That's what's cool to the kids. That's their thing. Like Trippy, Trippy Red. When uh, Juice World ended up passing away, I remember I seen a video of Trippy Red saying, "Like us emo, like emo hip hop artists, we need to come together and stop using these drugs, and because yeah. too many of these people are dying because." we turn to these drugs or whatever. So it's literally a genre for them. Yeah, no. Lil um, Uzi Vert's a part of it. X, X, X mm -hmm. was, a, that was basically his brand was mm -hmm. like, yo, I have kids that I've saved that wanted to commit suicide and like a lot of depression and just mental health. And like, it, it's very sad. And like, I don't know if it's, that's the, the, the byproduct because like like you said we're we're becoming so different the generations um after our parents where it before generations would just succumb to whatever their parents did my parents mm -hmm. did this so i'm gonna do this that's that's a work look at me i'm a good person and they don't change anything up you know what i mean at first yeah. i remember when i was younger i used to think wow, this is how I'm going to be with my kids because this is how I guess you're supposed to be with your kids. And like not thinking that there was an option for my parents. Like I, I feel like they thought maybe when they were younger, I'm not going to treat my kids like this and blah, blah, blah. But then they just mm -hmm. grew up and was it. Like that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, it's almost like they couldn't escape it. So I was Ooh. like, is that going to happen with us? Like, are we going to say, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that with our kids, but end up just being our parents? So what it is, is generational traumas or inherited, um, like traumas that are being passed down. And so unless you decide that you're actually going to break that cycle and do the work to break the cycle, it's going to just keep getting passed down and yeah. passed down and passed down. So you have to actually acknowledge that there is an issue and do the work to correct that issue so that you can eventually pass it down. Like I feel with, I say this with my mom, me and my mom are cool, but like we don't have that really mother daughterly relationship that, you see other people have perfect sometimes. one yeah. yeah and um i never understood why like i know my mom is coming from a great place like i know she has love for me she is supportive but there's just something that's off mm -hmm. and then i look back my grandma and her never had a great relationship they were close but there was still something off between mm -hmm. them and then you look back the next generation my grandma was adopted i mean her her biological mother gave her up at six months. Right. Mm. So there was this, uh, disconnect from it because they say if 
a baby is not around their mom more than six months in like in the infant stage, then there's going to be a disconnect and that will continue to grow through um, their relationship as they grow up. But my grandma just wasn't around her and grew this disdain for her, which eventually got passed down on how she brought up her daughter, which got passed down to how my mom raised me. And so me personally, I don't want to end up having a daughter and having a shitty relationship with her. So I have to do the work right now to make sure that the net, my future daughter, if I have one, we're going to have a better relationship. Yeah. Break the cycle, man. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's like, we have to owe it to the, the social media. I feel like because like there's so many people that are relating on good things that they had to relate on bad things as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it, it only took it, it only took a couple of years for people to start being like, "Hey, yo, my parents did this. Yo, my parents did that too. That shit was fucked up, man." And yeah. for you to <laughs> now hear someone say from their mouths that was fucked up, yeah, and you thought it was fucked up your whole life, but didn't think anybody you thought that was the norm like that's just what we that's just what people do i guess and now you're hearing somebody else say no 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 that's not right mm-hmm. it puts a battery in your back you know what i mean and like it, it, there's there's i think there's a certain wisdom that we have this generation that's not spoken about enough mm-hmm. where we're learning from other people's mistakes without having like, to make them ourselves in a lot of maybe ways maybe it's like access to information yeah, we have the ability to access whatever we need to in an instant, unlike them. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing. Like you're you're able to call hotlines or or um, just reach out to people just even on your own social media if you need help. You know what I mean? Like I've mm-hmm. seen women in uh, unsafe predicaments tweeting that they're in unsafe predicaments, and people tweeting, "Yo, where you at? I'm pulling up." Or like, yeah. where you where, give me your number? I'll call this person. They're near you, or whatever the case may be. So it's like, the, our our parents never had that. They're a woman's mm-hmm. in an uncomfortable situation. She's got to eat it. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, and mm-hmm. and hold on to that trauma for years. So it, you have things like Uber, where it's like there's certain buttons that you could press in there that it's like an emergency, one tap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's 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 a lot of different things that. And people are speaking out on their stories a lot more. Yeah, people are sharing their stories. People who have been, say, in abusive relationships, they're sharing and empowering other women to not have to deal with the same fish. Yo, speaking of that. There's a lot more safe spaces for people now. There's mm -hmm. a lot more room for people to do that. So, Speaking of that, um, I watched a YouTuber in the past week that I never heard of before. um, Well, because I just don't watch beauty videos. But um, Desi Perkins uh, is a beauty vlogger, and she's basically, her and her husband have documented her pregnancy from, mm-hmm. like, th- her, them trying to get pregnant to her now pregnant. And, mm-hmm. man, like, the things that I learned watching that, like, <laughs> woman, y'all, <sighs> gotta give y'all a gunshot. My goodness. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like that when you say women are stronger than men, go yeah. look to that that vlog. <laughs> go look to that vlog. This woman has taken like two needles a day. Um, Damn. Needles that are like making her mind. She can't control her mind. Like she's getting depressed and she doesn't know why or emotional and she can't control it. And just low energy. 
th- then mm-hmm. on top of that, they had they're doing things to try to get pregnant because for some reason she she just couldn't get pregnant mm-hmm. and going to the clinic week after week, appointment after appointment. This person dug, digging up in your vagina. This person digging up in your like it was just a lot. It was a lot, and then on top of that, she's giving you the aspect of being a social media person and having to go through that. Yeah. And I've never seen it documented. It might have been documented on the internet before, but I'm not too sure. But this one was done so well. And she's talking about how people are like in her comment section saying, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to give <clears throat> what's his name? Babies. Oh my God, are you pregnant? I see your face is getting a little fat. Are you pregnant? And like, this is a woman who's dying to have a child. Like yeah. absolutely dying to have a child. It is the only thing on her mind. It plagues her mind, right? <laughs> to the point where she feels like she's going crazy. And people are saying these things in her comment section. And she's got to read that on a day where she might have just came home from the clinic and gotten bad news. Yeah. Or a day where she was trying to get pregnant for 30 days and got her period on the 30th day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then she's got to read that. Like, I took that in and I was like, like, I've never been the person to be like, oh, are you pregnant or anything like that? But I know mm-hmm. I've been the per- the guy that's like, oh, you don't want kids? Yeah. Don't you want and kids? It's hard because some people just can't have them. Yeah. And like that reality of... Not even not being able to have one, but having to deal with people assuming you can. Yeah. When you want to so bad and you can't. Mm-hmm. That's I, why we just got to we gotta try to be sensitive in those situations because you just never know. But then also we need to stop, like, drop these whole time frames that we have to live in. Like, I found myself this week. I was like, I'm 30. Like, when am I going to find this man and have this house and have these babies? And I, it's like this agenda that I have to live up to timeline that I have to live up to, but like who created it? Why do I have to like, do I not have more life? Yeah. Why does, why can't it happen in five years? Why can't it happen in like 10 years? We're seeing hella old people getting pregnant now. Technology is just rapidly, rapidly growing. It's like, yeah. To say that so why wouldn't I want to enjoy being like single and young and doing whatever I want to do, not having kids or like a husband? That's my responsibility. Like, why do I keep pressuring myself into situations that I just might not be ready for right now? Yeah. Yeah. And like, man, it was just it was really tough to watch her have to go through that. I don't even know her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I got to correct that about myself. If I'm, I'm never going to bring that up again, like. <laughs> the whole yeah. kids thing is like you never you just never know man and like i would never want to put that person put someone in that position to have mm-hmm. to like even answer that like imagine fighting back tears having to answer that question <laughs> like yeah. yeah and it's that's that's just nuts to me it was crazy but thankfully um they did get pregnant um after trying and trying and trying and going to multiple clinics and whatnot um unfortunately it's during this quarantine time so it's like the last episode i guess they just started entering the quarantine time and showing how he the her husband's been there like every step of the way every appointment dude got a side pouch with all her needles got a bag of salt (laughs) he got like he has any he's like what do you need you need estrogen i got that like what do you need i got it right he's there with her every step of the way now this quarantine shit happens he can't even go in the hospital. Yeah. 
you you can't go and see like your the ultrasounds to see your baby grow crazy and like even the i watched another because i'm like okay now i'm interested in in this quarantine pregnancy shit i'm starting to i started watching um people who are doing their labor uh day vlogs and um yeah there's another couple who the the husband had to wait in the parking lot and to see if they would allow him to come in and do a covid test and then be able to go and see his 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 wife and his his pregnant wife had to do a covid test herself um before they they could give birth so it's like i think I think I saw a story where someone, uh, some lady lied about having symptoms and she ended up having COVID and I don't know if she passed it what or the you? husband, the husband lied about having it and he ended up passing it to her while she was giving birth. Wouldn't you? I don't know. What like, if you're, it's like, a very tough, it's a very tough situation. This is like, in some situations, this is your first child being born. Yeah. You have dreamt of this day. Your girl and you have talked about this day for nine months. She, you've been mm-hmm. there every step of the way, and now you can't go into the room. Like we talked about. But then about, also you got to think living. about because like she's pregnant, and sometimes there's like certain complications that occur um, while they're pregnant. It's like, would you want to potentially compromise your wife's? I wouldn't. Health? I wouldn't because now you might leave the hospital with a baby, but without a wife. Yeah. Or. And, I would never, yeah, no, I I couldn't do it, but I know it would break my heart. It would mm-hmm. break my heart. Of course, heart. I would have to be on Facetime or something like it, it, that. Would be crazy. Your first mm-hmm. child being born and you can't be there. I don't know if that's. I mean, if it's for if the sake of your, if the health, if it's for the sake of the health of the child, you have to, man. No, I get that. I'm I'm saying I would, but I'm just saying it would really suck. Like Hell that yeah. would suck almost as much as the these funerals that people can't attend. Yeah. People are being buried and none of their friend none of their friends and family can say their proper goodbyes, pay their proper respects until this whole shit is done. You know what I mean? Like, check this out. I have a cousin. Uh, oh, my cousin's friend died in the States. Mm-hmm. And the only way they could send the body back is if they cremated. And the family doesn't believe in cremation. Yeah. So they just wow. have to leave the body there until wow. like, they, like they don't know what to do. Wow. It's really fucked up. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. This, this quarantine is hitting different for, for everybody in a different way. Um, but yeah, no. Um, stop asking people if they're pregnant. Uh, <laughs> or if they can and get pregnant. And don't walk up to somebody with just just fe- a belly too. <laughs> don't what? Don't walk up if you see like somebody with a belly. Don't ask them how far along they are because they just might not yeah. be pregnant. I don't know why anyone they might that just was be a good idea. I don't assume anyone's pregnant until they tell me they're pregnant. <laughs> like I might, I've I've been the person to say, oh, don't you want kids and all that other stuff. But I've never just gone up to someone who was big in the stomach and been like, ah, what month? What trimester you in? Like, if you wrong, that is horrible. I was watching. Um, I've done that though, to men. You. <laughs> well, yeah, no. You call your nigga thirteen months pregnant. That's light. <laughs> um, you know those twins, Malika and Khadijah. No. They are Chloe's friends, but they were the twins that were in. I think they were in ATL. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was watching. They have this like little. I don't know. Didn't one of them series? have a guest, uh, a baby daddy reveal? 
Uh, I don't know about baby. Daddy. One of them had a Probably. baby daddy reveal that was dating. Um, she was dating OT Genesis, OT Genesis, and she ended up having a baby with him. She did. She did a baby daddy reveal because she didn't know who the people didn't know who the dad was. Oh, got you. Well, they did this video, and the one sister was like, she walked up <laughs> to a lady who had this very perfectly round stomach, and it was hard. And she was like, "How how many months are you?" And she found out that the lady had a tumor. So what she thought was the pregnant belly was a tumor. And she was like, that was the most embarrassing moment I've ever had in my life. And I never went back to that store. I don't even know if I would have ever seen the girl in the store again, but I never went back. Wow. No, actually, this is killing me. I'm not I'm not giving life. This is killing me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like what it's, just, it's it's actually taking my life <laughs> yeah like that wow okay anyways back to last dance um michael jordan <laughs> like, come on people compare him to who to who Goat. who Goat are you comparing him to if you're still comparing someone to michael jordan <laughs> after that documentary you're lost there's no yeah. hope for you He's a different person. He's a different breed, bro. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) okay, one thing we can't let MJ skate on, nigga, food poisoning, (laughs) pizza, pizza poisoning, nigga. Maybe she's just a clown girl. Like this nigga said, they poisoned the pizza. Yep. (laughs) First of all, who orders pizza and says, "Hi, can I get a pizza for Michael Jordan?" During That's the finals, during right, the finals, right. can I get a can I get a pizza for Michael Jordan, please? Michael gets it. How did they figure it out? And they're trying to say that five people showed up to deliver the one pizza at the door. I don't know. Some people might have known where the hotel was. Concierge is letting five niggas up with one pizza in a top of the line hotel for yeah. Michael Jordan with his six security guards who are all old men. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. <sighs> I'm not buying it. Sorry. Leave, Sorry, leave Mike. Gus alone. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> and your personal trainer. Shout out to Gus. Assistant. And your personal trainer just happened to be there, who is also your best friend. <laughs> Why is your personal trainer in your hotel? I don't know. And he why is he? Why is he the one he getting the pizza for you? It's very odd. It's all very weird. Um, so what do you think it is then? What do you think? It was? I think it's what we thought it was. That nigga was hung over. Oh. <laughs> he was hung over. That cognacs and cigars were is was in his system, and they can't promote that in the NBA. They can't promote that you can go out and do that thing and then come back and score forty four points. They can't. Do he that. said it. He said it in the last episode. He was like, you know, last night, or he's like, I just. It was in the daytime when they went to shoot around. He was like, you know, I just had a couple beers, a cigar, that's beers. the piano. But that's beers. He was he was hung over. That's cognac. Mm-hmm. That's that brown. That's that whiskey. That rum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that that was interesting. The the Gus story. You mentioned Gus, Norm. Gus. I, I'm gonna just say this. Great. Uh, hey, I'm I'm happy that Michael found him, and they were they were you know as close as they were. But who's that? That's Michael's security guard. His oh, that's the white guy. But then that's the that's the white guy from the arena. Arena. 
That's the white guy that's sick in quarters. <laughs> that's an iconic photo. That guy would have been <laughs> sick in Toronto. I know he's a Toronto man playing quarters <laughs> with Michael, dog. Are you learning that, G? But that Gus story, man. I'm sorry. We didn't we didn't need that Gus story. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would say that. We, we, we need that gut story, bro. Uh, we need that was the most unnecessary shit I've ever Michael literally called the producers and said, Can y'all make me look human once? Please. I'm begging you. That was so necessary. No, it was not. It didn't it didn't tie into anything they're talking about. They were just like, yo, hey, yo, uh, Michael Jordan had this guy, Gus, and Gus became like a father figure to him. Then Gus started dying, and Mike did what he was supposed to do and uh, paid for his medical bills because Gus took care of him all his life. That was Gus. And then they went back to the Bulls. Like I was like, what's the point of this? (laughs) What's the point? And you know what they tried to how they tried to tie it in? With Gus's one line after a basketball game, Mike told me told them to get me this ball. Oh <laughs> yeah! And I was like, "That's it. <laughs> There's no other significance." My- Gus didn't give him a, his lucky pair of shoes, his lucky socks, nothing. <laughs> like, what's That's happening? Sweet. Why are you showing us this man? <laughs> he tried to show us that he had motivation other than just winning. That a wasn't no game. motivation. Yes. <laughs> You think Michael Gus. Jordan won that shit for Gus? No, he knew he knew he had issues, man. He had he needed a daddy, man. He's like, this is for you, pops, and if not for you, pops. Y'all this is for think you, that Gus? nigga did it for Gus? Michael Jordan for Gus? I did it for Gus, man. Michael, Michael was like, listen, fake daddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing this for my real daddy up in heaven. It's guess, man. <laughs> it was for his real daddy up in heaven, man. He ain't doing that. Um, Yo, I really, I really I'm, enjoyed. Sorry, I no, really enjoyed real. this. Sorry, okay, go, 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 go. Your turn, Norm. <laughs> I really wanted to do it. Oh no, you go. I really wanted to. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> as much as I agree with you, Marlon. The point of Gus, the reason why I like Gus is because it didn't make sense. <laughs> I was like, what? They just yeah, want to make him human. It was just like, hey, man, you know what? Let's shut up my homie Gus. Yeah. Come on, guys. My, my mic's like, hey, man, let's see how much dominance I have in this, this game. This documentary. You know what? Put in Gus. I don't care what you say. This documentary is this about. This not happening if Gus is not in here. Documentary is about the 97 98 Bulls, and we learn about <laughs> Gus. <laughs> like, I'm so confused, bro. And then, yo, did you see people getting mad about the f- 10 to 15 minutes they spent on Steve Kerr? Like, he wasn't a key part of the team. People were like, yo, what's well, what we learn about Steve Kerr? All right, man, oh, man. He had some like really clutch moments, but right? I was just gonna say that I, I would be interested to know more about Steve Kerr because he's been able to have longevity within the industry yeah. and be super successful yeah. at eight that. Rings, yeah. folks. Eight rings, like folks. Eight Let's remember. We talk about, you talk about um, Michael Jordan's leadership and like how he operates as a leader. But the one common thread between the, the two teams who have won the most in NBA history is Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. He, is the, he is the common... The mutual in both of those situations, and no, the Lakers say, have won more than, huh? The late what? 
I'm talking about the two no, no, teams that have won the player. most regular season games in NBA history. Oh, the regular Warriors season. And I thought you meant like championship. Oh, no, 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 like no. The sorry, Lakers? sorry. I should have worded, worded that better. No, I meant regular season um, who, who has a, two top yeah. teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Steve Kerr, his personality, like you see it when, he, when they do the mic'd up. When they got the mic'd up and you're seeing like how he interacts. He wasn't even mic'd up one time Steph Curry was mic'd up for the game and Steph Curry comes out of the game and he's shooting horribly and Steve Curry just goes and sits beside him because he sees he's, he's like he's down about it and he's just like hey man you know what I love about you even when you miss you just keep throwing it up knowing that eventually it's gonna keep falling I could never do that that's why you're better than me and that you have the man who has the best three-point percentage in NBA history telling you that you're gonna go out and have a good game and he did have a great game after those words were spoken. So, like, mm. when you have someone that can speak those, those, like, I'm pretty sure you talk about that 66 positive things to say to your kids. Steve Kerr probably said them every day. <laughs> All 66. <laughs> Let's remember, too, he had both Popovich and Phil Jackson as his coach. Yep, yep. He had two those of the two best coaches. Outstanding coaches. And they're kind of both ends of the spectrum. Yep. One's mm-hmm. hard nosed and tough. The other one's zen and soft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to have those two, like that guy can handle any beast. Yeah. Definitely. Tim, any he, won beast. A he won a fourth. He moved on after the three peat and with Tim and with uh, Dave Robinson. Yeah. They, he won He won two with them. Yeah. But like he went on, right? Like, that's, yeah. That's He's the first crazy. person since the uh, Lakers or the Boston. I forget to win four straight. Wow! Shout out to Steve Kerr. Shout out to Patrick McCaw. He's won two straight. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Nah, he's he's won more than two straight. He got he won two straight, but won three has three rings. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, speaking of rings, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have one. I got one. Let's go, Alicia. I see that. Let's go. Uh, Takashi69. This is going to be like, you know how you hate hearing about Nicki Minaj? This is going to be my Nicki Minaj. (laughs) Anytime we have some Takashi news that we have, we got to speak about this. That's because it it attacks, uh, it tackles a bigger issue, right? Mm -hmm. The rat is ratting again. Yes, Takashi is snitching again. Um, Billboard has, in retaliation, taken his Billboard chart history completely out of their system. If you look up Takashi on Billboard, you're not gonna find nothing right now. Um, and he went on, he went on uh, Instagram and went on this big uh, rant about basically he lost the number one spot to Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Um, I can't remember what the song they have is called. Stuck with you. Stuck, stuck with you. Stuck with you. And um, yeah, he's just not pleased. <laughs> he's not pleased at all. Let me see if I can find the rant because it was just it was a lot. He was saying they spent thirty thousand dollars on six, oh, six credit, credit cards. cards. Six credit cards. <laughs> there it is. I like. Where do you find that information? Where do you find oh, that? That billboard is a lot. You can buy number ones on Billboard. I want that to register in your head. You can buy number ones on Billboard. Now, let me tell you what happened. We Yeah, so he goes on. I'm not going to play the whole thing because I just, 
He's very repetitive. Very repetitive. <laughs> um, and he like just yells. Think of it, you know? He's like, think of it, think of it. Credit it's, cards. It's, it's like an apple, okay? It's like an apple. Take an apple for, for instance, right? <laughs> like, like you buying albums. <laughs> like Six you, credit cards. <laughs> like, why did you bring up? Why did you bring apple, up the bro? apple, bro? <laughs> yeah, see, no. But you see, the skin is red, right? The skin is red. Six credit cards. But, but, but you, 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 you. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like that Chris Brown song. You, 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 um. So yeah, he he basically attacked no, Ariana Grande. My my, my, and, my my internet froze, so I was like, I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he attacked uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Well, more so just Ariana Grande um, about buying streams or buying number one spot. And realistically, what happened is uh, Scooter Braun came out and. He just well, all three of them actually made a statement, which I want I want to get you guys' opinion on. Ariana Grande wrote an essay. Um, I'm not gonna read all of it, but it's basically saying she was. Listen, I didn't, I didn't, dis, I didn't do any of this. Um, I've had close to number ones and didn't get it, but didn't feel away. It didn't make a big rant about it. I don't care about it that much. I don't care about it as much as you do. Um, fuck you, Takashi. Suck my dick from the back. I'm Ariana Grande, <laughs> bitch. Uh, that was basically the gist of it. And then Scooter Braun backed it up by uh, saying, you know, Brian, proud of you and honored to stand with you always. You both did something great for a great cause. Um, we never disclose our sales until the end of the week. That is called strategy and is and always has been our policy. So Nielsen and Billboard... Um, Basically, they didn't send in their their report of what their numbers were until the end of the week, as strategy. Now, I want I, I want to just bring this up. First of all, Justin Bieber also said almost identical to what Scooter Braun said, which makes me believe it was a PR person saying one person all of just these wrote things. it all. <laughs> um, so that's 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 number one. Secondly, the fact that um, someone who has been discredited as an artist, as a person, came out and said these things about you, and you felt the need to reply publicly. All three of you. Very odd. That's that's number two. Third, the um the whole keeping the streams until the end of the week to report the numbers, right? Ariana Grande and Bieber went on a big rant saying they don't care about number one. So mm -hmm. what's with the strategy? That's number three. Doesn't make sense to me. And, and the fact that and the fact that they just had to just say something is very weird. It's very very weird because if you think that somebody like Takashi, who's a known troll, known troll, says this. Billboard reacts to it, knowing that full and well that people are gonna know that they took the, his chart data off. Then all three of these guys react to it. What do you guys mm -hmm. think? Because <laughs> I'm mm. thinking Takashi's might not be lying once again. <laughs>
<laughs> I think he might be telling the truth once again, and he wasn't supposed to, and now he's being punished. Yeah, they're trying to um, publicly um, disparage I'm him even surprised. more. They're probably trying to publicly disparage him even more, and mm-hmm. they're um, covering their own tracks and taking his chart data off. Jay Z has this billboard. Drake has this, this billboard. Prince has this billboard. They never deleted any of their shit. What do you guys think? Uh, I feel like if they didn't buy it, then they're just making announcements because they know how like much of a reach Takashi has. Like, he's, well, who believes him? Who believes him? No clearly one. the feds. Clearly the feds. <laughs> and all these other little kids. It, I don't think people believe in Takashi 69 for him to say these things and like if, let's say Takashi said these things and they said nothing what would happen nothing. he would keep on talking he would keep on <laughs> he would just keep he going would just keep saying he would just, but he'd he be ta- he'd be talking to a brick wall he would continue to like just run their names reggae I, don't I think know, what man. would happen is he would go even deeper into the investigation and expose some truths probably and this but is then, a way to cut off the head early yeah before it grows too big because like i don't see why you go through all this for takashi bro <laughs> i'm sorry it's like it's yo, not he's not even sense. worth it <laughs> if drake does this cool kendrick does this j cole i'm seeing i'm, I'm seeing what could happen from those three people saying something like that there's action gonna be taken People are going to start doing their own investigations, their own yeah. little diggings, and they will find some rotten shit because I don't believe Taylor Swift has gone number one as many times as she has. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. <laughs> like, they were even they were even saying um, with Cardi B that she was buying all of her her streams yep. and stuff like that. Yep. So it's like. I think I think he he might be onto something and they they try to get ahead of this, but. I know a lot of people, it's going to be very easy to be like, especially when you have music industry people who are going to be like, oh, he's crazy because they don't know about it (laughs) because they weren't told. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting. It's food for thought. It's food for thought for sure. I don't want to maybe or maybe much. maybe he's trying to grow his like following even more because Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande are pretty much like the top like major artists in the but world. They went number yeah, one, he, so it's like he wasn't gonna go on Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj. So like if but that was a week before, so that he couldn't. Uh-huh. Even still, like he was third to say so, but mm-hmm. I think because of the fact that it was number one the week before, what could he really say? Plus, Nicki Minaj is on it. That's his homie. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I don't think his nine. I don't think his. (laughs) I don't think his clout warrants a response. I don't. That's that's just what. That's my opinion on it. He's just passionate. He's just sad that he didn't go number one. We don't care. Like, what is with this whole number one thing? Because we don't give a fuck. What like can we talk I about mean, how artists are the only people that care about number ones? We don't care. It's a we, cool I feel thing like to we say. care. I feel like we care when we want to see people like succeed in that. Like we care about Doja Cat getting her first number one. We care about Megan the Stallion doing that. We care about like I think we care about them caring. I don't think we care about number ones. They yeah. we care 
that they care. And that's mm-hmm. that's sheep mentality. I'm not buying into that. Like, I, I mean, like with the box when Roddy Rich went number one versus Oh no, that was more, racism. We had to fight. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I think it's more I think it's more when it has to do with like a black artist versus a white artist or like a female artist versus something else. That's when we start going harder. Because like with Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion, you want to see them, but Cardi if B. it was if it was J. Cole or um, whoever, Jay-Z, Drake, we don't really care that much because yeah. we wouldn't be surprised okay. if they got it. Okay, so I see, uh, so the, the, the number one has to have a story. Mm-hmm. Mm. It has to be either a black person against anybody that's not black or, or a, a little Nas X against the system or a mm-hmm. gay against the system. Yeah. Or, yeah. You, it's, pretty, it's pretty accurate. So you got to have some form of oppression mm-hmm. in order to win a number one. For us to care about number one. For us one. to care about the number one. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's extra gravy exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> premier, 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 premier. Exclusive. That was very insightful. This is the greatest podcast ever. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> let's see what else happened this week. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I was going to say um, that prenup, the influencers having the prenup. Ooh, yeah. Rice Talk gum. Rice gum um, forced his girlfriend to sign a contract that he would own percentage of her money, knowing she would get famous from dating him. I mean, that makes sense, though. I'm about it. <laughs> I'm about the influencer prenup. Like, if you, if we break up, you gotta give me my followers back. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, if you, if you take half my following, you gotta give yeah, me half your money. Instagram got it. You, you should have a sign a prenup between you and whoever it is, an influencer prenup. You should then scan that, send it to Instagram's headquarters where they file and log all their prenups. And starting from that date, any mutual following that started from his account to hers gets repealed after the relationship is done. What do we think? Okay, that's a lot. I just think that <laughs> a man getting a percentage of her income is perfectly fine. Nah, you see, see, you see, you see. That's all, that's social media pimping right, right there. there. It's not, social but it's, media it's pimping. just it's just like having a manager, right? So you're being associated with somebody ah, who has like worked so hard who's built up like this following and gets all these brand deals. And naturally sometimes they're going to be like, Hey, you two are cute. Y'all be in the videos and pictures together. Here's both of you. So why shouldn't that person get a percentage? Cause he, what he if or I keep she is the reason why. What if I keep it separate? What if I keep work and play separate? You can keep it separate if you wish, oh. but a lot of these people, once they get into <laughs> relationships, they naturally, they either, naturally start introducing that person to their following or they specifically do it for business purposes. Yeah, I can see that. I can, but I, I'm taking my followers back. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the money. You can keep the merch, the free merch I gave you that, you know, Adidas sent or whatever. <laughs> but, and that's the other thing. We got to start sending invoices for our hoodies. Yeah, facts. As relationships done, facts. I'm gonna just send you a little. Ooh. I'm gonna just send you a little invoice. Um, you have four hoodies. 
I'm a, I'm gonna chop each original price in half because it's a, it's a second second hand, and that is what you owe me in total. I You're like so it. annoying. That's I'm like not it. giving you back shit. Wow. I'm not. I'm not giving you back hoodies. Wow. I'm not giving you back gifts wow. that you bought for me. Wow. I'm not giving you back the ring that you bought wow. for me. Like, All right. I ain't doing okay. That. The least you can do is not suck a nigga's dick the way you suck mine. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't teach him the things that I taught you. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of that song um, on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy where uh, it was Chris Rock saying like, "Who taught you this?" And she was like, "Yeezy taught me." Yeezy taught me. Who reimposted your pussy? Yeezy taught me. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Um, I seen a graphic of. Have you guys been seeing these uh, tears? People keep putting like candy or sports or uh, whatever into um, different tiers i seen one for a uh, black sitcom that's the one we're about level. to talk about that's what we're about to talk about <laughs> so there's uh in the god tier level of sitcoms of black sitcoms you have martin fresh prince a different world sanford and son the cosby show good times the Bernie Mac show and living single. I'm taking living single out. It got canceled mm. prematurely before it could reach God level, but it is top tier. Yeah. Friends before I mean, friends. Like I'm putting Jamie Foxx in that. True. I'll replace that with Jamie Foxx show. Where did they put Jamie Foxx on the thing? In the top tier. Like, oh, okay. Top tier is my wife and kids. Everybody hates Chris. Smart guy. The Jeffersons. Wayne's Brothers, Sister Sister, Jamie Foxx, Black-ish, Keenan and Kel, That's So Raven, and Girlfriends. Girlfriends is God tier. Wow, that's disrespectful. There are some people that just don't like Girlfriends, but that's I love crazy. Girlfriends. crazy. Like, I think Girlfriends aged like wine. If you watch it now, it's even better. Um, Black-ish? Ah. I haven't watched it enough, but the ones I've seen, I don't think it's top tier. Um... Jamie Foxx show is God level to me. That I think the Jeffersons God is God level. Yeah. Wayne's Brothers is mid tier to low tier. <laughs> Jesus. You didn't like it? I hated the Wayne's Brothers. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm one of those people like Wayne's Brothers and Tracy Morgan are the, the three black people that I don't find as funny as most black people find funny. I don't like Sean. Sean Wayne's is funnier than Marlon Wayne's, mm -hmm. but still, Marlon Wayne's still it's you guys very the same very name. You're supposed to be on his team. Hey, he took <laughs> he took my sitcom name before I could. I can't be on the same team. The show, the show Marlon exists now, and I'm pissed. I, I remember the first day I saw it, I was livid. I was like, I hate this guy even more now. I love white like, chicks. God dang it! I hate this. Um, mid tier family matters one on one Moesha Steve Harvey show the Parkers what's happening all of us Eve hanging with Mr. Mr. Cooper House of Pain uh, Malcolm and Eddie half and half wow Malcolm and Eddie Malcolm and Eddie wow a, I love that one that was a good one that show used to come on TBS Superstation right after dinner and a movie Eddie, Eddie Griffin man Eddie he Griffin was... He was he was hilarious. He's a god tier comedian, stand up comedian. He's That's like, uh, what's his name? What, uh, George Carlin. He's a black George Carlin, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And then low tier, you have the game Corey in the house. 
Parent Hoop, The Carmichael Show, and Webster. I've, I haven't even heard of half of these. Right. You remember Webster? seeing well, Corey in the House was a spinoff from from Ravens. That's real yeah, Raven. That's the game, the Carmichael sh- Show. I don't remember where it was. I don't know on. what that is. I never watched it, but it's pretty accurate for the most part. Like especially that mid tier. That mid tier is is so dead on. <laughs> Family Matters, one on one, Moesha, like one on one, Moesha, Steve Harvey show are the same show, <laughs> just with <Yeah>. different stars. <laughs> they have the same. If you look at episodes, especially in black sitcoms, the older ones, they all have the same framing, just different people acting it out. So, mm-hmm. like, you'll have an episode where some celebrities come in and they're playing themselves as celebrities and you're seeing how the main actor reacts to them. Then you have one where they got to uh, sneak in somewhere and, like, hide and shit. and get Then they get caught. And that's, like, every... Like, there's so many of the same shit. It's hilarious. Was Smart Guy on there? Smart Guy was in the top, top tier. tier. Top tier. What about Sister Sister? Top sister. tier. Top tier. I just remember, like, I read the it from the bottom up, and at first I was, like, so offended because I used to watch Half and Half all the time and Moesha, and I was like, how do you mean you're going to put it so trash, low? Man. And then when you, like, go up and you keep seeing the other ones, then you're like, okay, oh, yeah. it makes sense. Why <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I saw somebody tweet that they would try to fight to get uh, Dave Chappelle show at it to God level. And they're like, well, if it doesn't count for God level, then that must mean there's another level beyond it. And Dave Chappelle show is all the way Facts. above and beyond. Facts. Facts. At, like in terms of like just a show that made you laugh out loud. I don't think there's a better show than the Chappelle show. In my opinion. Was it living color included there? Yeah. Uh, no. no, it wasn't. Which is uh-huh. interesting. Was it? Was In Living Color in there? Or no. no? Oh. Which is interesting. And hmm. Living Color would be God level though, no? Yeah. It's God tier. I would say so. Look God. at all of the careers it sparked. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be God tier. Um, but back to Last Dance. Uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> like, MJ, <Let's> <laughs> the God. <laughs> like, what a guy. What is happening? What a guy. I like him even more now. I, I, the, the kids, this is great for the kids. That's all I got to say. All the kids is, that never knew about his legacy, they, that will finally get to see it tonight on mm-hmm. a Wednesday. Man. Yeah, game six, you're gonna, you about to... Actually, no, this is not the best representation. I'm actually kind of mad that this is the game that they're going to see. Because Mike wasn't turning up until the second half. First half, he was he had like nine points or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but ESPN is wildin'. I don't know if you guys seen this. You guys see the video of uh, they had like a little five minute video talking about Michael Jordan versus LeBron. No. Oh my God! They did oh a they did gosh. a voting they did a voting thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it. not what you think. It's not what you think. <laughs> oh okay. So these are some of the stats <clears throat> that they voted on. Better offensive player. Jordan won 65 to 35%. Better defensive player, Jordan wins 59 to 41. Better passer, Jordan wins 59 to 41. Preferred teammate, Jordan wins 63 to 37. You see how you laughed there? You see how you laughed there? 
Better clutch performer, Jordan wins, 74 to 26. Choice to take the last shot, Jordan wins, 76 to 24. That's a given. <laughs> more, well, listen to this stat. More amazing. Not at anything. Just more amazing. That's Who's more amazing? Jordan wins 74 to 26%. <laughs> more likely to win one-on-one. Jordan wins 67 to 33%. Then it gets even crazier. Positive impact off the court. <laughs> Jordan no. wins 62 Who to 38. Fuck off. Who has the better Take look? That. Who has Figure the better look? Jordan wins 65 to 35%. Better, better signature sneaker for style and fashion. Jordan wins 79 to 21. Better signature sneaker for performance. 77 to 23. <laughs> this is so that Jordans crazy. are better to play in? Jordan propaganda. This is some crazy, like a lot of them. Yeah. Cool. Better offensive player. I'm with it. You know, all mm -hmm. the, that other stuff. I'm with that. Positive impact off the court. Niggas stab niggas for Jays. <laughs> one gets people stabbed. One makes schools for black kids. <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. Like, I don't know what ESPN's on, bro. That is a wild voting system. And who voted? They're just trying to keep the Jordan momentum going for Wednesday. I mean, I guess. <laughs> All I, uh, Larry Bird said that LeBron would be a better teammate to have fun with. No, he said, Jordan's a player you want to play with if you want to win. That LeBron's the player you play with if you want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, because LeBron creates a fun environment. Um, I do believe LeBron gets on you when you're not doing your job, but I don't think he's as stern. I don't think he's punching Delvadova in the face. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it, he's a lot more lenient. Whose mic is that? I'm not sure. Everybody unplug your shit. <laughs> It was Norm. All right. <laughs> it's all, I should have known it was Norm. There we go. <laughs> that shit sound crazy, bro. Sound like someone's chewing chips. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, Black says he's releasing new music very soon. Shout out to Black. We've been waiting for this because he said that in January that he had two albums ready. He said Six that? Leg? Yes, he tweeted that in like December, January that he had two albums already ready. Wow. That's wild. Blame COVID. <laughs> blame COVID. <laughs> we um, just don't blame COVID for everything. There was a video of Chromas that was going around this week. I don't know if mm -hmm. you guys saw it. She is uh, <laughs> spitting into her dog's mouth repeatedly. Weirdo behavior. You know what that does? See, and I, I was, I was like, okay, that, this is so weird that I have so to. to this is so weird that I have to look it up, so just to make sure that I don't say anything crazy about this girl. And it's actual thing, and it's actually a thing. <laughs> Spitting in your dog's mouth is a very common thing that I did not know was common. Now, it, it basically, 
the the mother the mother dog usually spits into the mouth of the puppy um and so as the human you doing the same thing it's registered the same way it 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 it, it uh, asserts your dominance over the animal so, so like, that's a way to train your dog that's a way in, in essence to train your dog is to spit you in see, its mouth I ain't never having no dog, so I didn't really need to know that. <laughs> See, but I've been seeing people going crazy. Like, there's nonstop posts about it, and like, I'm like, yeah. Google is right there. Google's I right thought, there. I thought she was talking about the video where she was saying her body count is only two. Oh no, I don't care about that. We all know that's a lie. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm playing. I have no idea. I have no. I don't follow up on that girl to even like know if that's true or not. And I know like. Especially because of the way she looks and the tats and mm-hmm. the things that she says. People are going to be like, yo, okay, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, she might be an angel. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I've learned to just never, I don't even care about that stuff to ask. So, mm-hmm. um, what else happened this week? Apparently, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole might happen. Mm-hmm. That would not be bad. That would That'd not be, be bad at all. Um, I don't mind. That although I think they do need to go ten rounds, I I would not want to see twenty rounds. You're so shady. Come on, come on, twenty. Fifteen. Keisha Cole, twenty songs. No, no, please. Without ones that she's written, like I'm talking her songs or her features. Ashanti, same thing. Ashanti could do twenty with the songs she's written too. Cool, but ain't nobody trying to hear that. Twelve of them will be baby songs. Exactly, songs with baby. Baby, in the baby, 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 baby. Twelve of those songs will be J Lo songs. Ooh, talk about it. <laughs> Speaking of which, Fat Joe was on Instagram Live with Ashanti and alerted her that when What's Love was in uh, production, Ja Rule and Irv wanted to take Ashanti off the song. Yeah, that's so shady of them. They wanted to replace her with none other than J-Lo. Jenny from the block. Maybe she's just a clown girl. She and this was the first time Ashanti was hearing it. She had never she'd never known. And she you seeing her react like she was pissed. Um and She was man, just so shocked. She was like, What? Of all people to replace her with. Like that's that's kind of wild. <laughs> they said they wanted to uh, to get the Latinos on this song, get the mm-hmm. Latinos on this song. Um, Demographics, man, crazy. So wait, sense. Joe wanted J Lo? No, so it was Irvin. Irvin Jaw did, and Fat Joe's like, no, nah, we like nah. her. She was on the pun song, man. We f- we fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kept they kept her on. The song, um, but I don't want. Like I said, I don't want to see. I don't want to see a twenty round with them if they're doing. No. If they're doing it, I want to see ten rounds in and out. Like so, we have all bangers. Like I'm, I'm tired yeah. of these battles where the Mavs are playing B sides. Like fuck out. They gotta, li- they gotta leave on a high. <laughs> leave on a high. Um, Even I heard one twelve in uh, Jagged Edge might do one. twelve in Jagged Edge. Let's talk. Let me Let's talk about that because that's a battle right there. You got two very, very uh, similar groups. Um, 
You have two, two ATL, two ATL and they ruled, groups. They ruled around like the same time too. Yeah, same around the same era. Um, who do you guys have winning? Mm-hmm. I know who I know who Norm has winning. I'm, I'm going with Jagged Edge, I guess. I'm personally going with 112. I knew it. I feel Jagged Edge <laughs> might win. I got Jagged Edge, to be honest. Yeah. Like go 112 got Edge. some bangers, but Jagged Edge got some bangers. Like, because the problem with 112 is 112 has too many slow ballad songs. Well, and like, and they have maybe better vocal ability, but the songs may not be as popular as a Jagged Edge joint. That you'll hear I feel like 112 spoke to the older heads a lot more um, for whatever reason. I feel like they, they reminded them of an older group. Mm-hmm. And, but um, they came up way before Jagged Edge. Like, not the, way before. One, not way before. No, as 112 was coming down, Jagged Edge was kind of like the last people to take the torch of the boy R&B boy band. When did 112 drop their first album? Uh, 95? Yeah, like right after, or ninety six. Right Puff Daddy and the Family. Puff, yeah, 96. right, right after Puff and the Family. Ninety six. Ninety six mm-hmm. was the first one. Jagged Edge, I think, came out ninety nine. Yeah, or ni- might have been no, yeah, ninety nine. I think it not either ninety nine or two thousand. Um, remember, one twelve and Drew Hill were like. But why would one twelve have been was two thousand? Yeah, see, so why would one twelve even be on the way out at that point? They weren't. No, they were there. when when Jagged Edge came out, Peaches and Cream came out. Well, I'm saying like they were already on the like they've they've had a flourishing career that was on its way out in the same way where like they've each had the same length of career, but they were in different okay. Areas. Okay, you I see what you're same? saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely so, had like, the same. Which is same why time the span. older people would give it to 112, mm. and the younger people would give it to. To jagged it's like edge. it's like six. They years. would have the jagged edge. You're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Um, oh but no, Is even Tito just joke? like joke. jagged edge. Just they have. I feel like the one of the problems is, and like it doesn't get talked enough about in these battles, is um, it's not recency bias. It's popularity by it i don't know what to, what to call it 112 songs you're more likely to hear than a jagged edge song today for whatever reason that is jagged edge songs are very rarely played in like what i mean very rarely played i'm talking about you go into these slow jam playlists that spotify and shit make jagged edge ain't on there 112 will be on there cupid will cupid. be on there you know what i mean promise, like promise will be there no I it won't like- go check i looked it won't no promise. Nope. Jagged no, Edge ain't on. No. Dog walked out of heaven. Let's get married. Like none of them are on there, bro. Jagged Edge is forgotten almost. It's very odd. We don't so speak maybe, about them maybe enough. Maybe one twelve will win. Even in the culture, but no. But this is why I think they'll lose because people can hear their music and do now with Jagged Edge. You're gonna hear their music and be like, oh yeah. oh yeah. And it can still bump today. And you can still bump today. Let's get baby, let's get married. Meet me at the altar. Are you cr- dog? I'm about we about to go on a jagged edge spree. Shit. What's that other I one? I love um, Jagged Edge, but I also like the 112 too. So. I like them, but come on. Come on. Hey. Oh, 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 oh,
oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, Double barrel got one Belvedere in the rear of the club Pull up on dubs So we bout to go and buy the bar up <laughs> Come on, son Myself now. The remix. I'd be saying, damn. This I had is a good girl. The remix. You know, you don't even realize how hard it is to find somebody like you till they gone. You know what I mean? If you'll let me just come back in your life, I'll never do it again. I promise. Down at the studio, trying to lay tracks. Girl at home, all over my back. Every time I say that's what I'm doing, she just think it's an excuse. Cause I'm out trying to get some new snatch. Now I realize that I don't work too hard. To keep her in my life, I done came too far. For me to turn around, yeah. girl, ain't... Come on. Come oh, on, baby. Who's that? Maybe I, I promise. I promise, baby. <laughs> What's you promising? Maybe I promise. Songs take so long to start. <laughs> These niggas always give it eight bars. They have like the late night. Sixteen Let me bars. Sixteen bar intro. I'm rolling down a holy highway, asking God to please forgive me for messing up the blessing He gave to me. I see everything clearer now. As black as they black as it's ever been. been. Without my girl, I'ma lose it. And I pray that he just sheds his grace on me. I need just to be back with my baby. Speaking of my baby, you're my speaking of my baby. Oh, oh, you're my. 
You're my baby, 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 all before the drama begun When we first met I seen <laughs> Yo, Norman recording this whole shit Like I know, this whole shit These niggas is crazy <laughs> I don't know, man like, once, once well better <laughs> <laughs> This is the best Jagged Edge song That wasn't a Jagged Edge song Y'all ready for this? Let's hear it Y'all know this song Nivea Jean Let's go Hey, 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 get it, get it, get it. Go north, go north, throw them bows. Throw them, throw them, oh, throw them bows. Those intern elbows, ooh. Them ashy elbows, too. Hey. Look at this, another Jagged Edge song with a 20, 30 second intro. I can't take no pigeons trying to take my baby. Whoa, what? Find <laughs> hey, okay, tight, king, tight, ooh, ooh, you Egyptian, you like the Sphinx, oh yeah, okay, ooh, ooh, a little TikTok flavor. That was down for me, so I'm telling everybody let him be, cause he's mine and I can take no pictures, trying to take my baby, so I thought I had to let you know, find someone you can mind your own self. If I told you I'd be wrong Cause why? What? What? Find your own nigga Mind your own Don't mess with my girl Hey, hey Here's a little advice for you Let's go Find a girl that's really down for me Seems like a lot of n**** me Cause they trying to take my baby Oh, what the hell, no You crazy, nigga? Fuck out of here Trying to touch my girl, nigga? Fuck out Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Talk to him, intern Fuck out of here Fuck out of here 44th and Lennox 44th and Lennox, dude Both fucking bodega living You feel me? Got the cat on the bread and everything, nigga See, um, see you'll hear shit like that, but then all of a sudden, like, once I'll be like, baby, you can come see me later <laughs> and when you It's just like, oh, man. It's the S, the L, the I, the M. <laughs> like, that voice. There's a point in time where, like, the formula was to have a lead singer that had this voice that could be almost unisex when you think it, it could be sung by a woman or a man. Brent Fayaz you know, reminds me like, of Slim's voice. Like, Right, mm-hmm. you'd have you'd have El DeBarge in in DeBarge, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, Jackson Five, uh, Jordan Knight, and New Kids on the Block. When yep. you do that high voice, please mm-hmm. don't go there. That's, that's <laughs> Joey McIntyre, but the, but like that same high voice, you know, or what's his name in um in New Edition, Ralph. Mm-hmm. You know, his high voice, like the high voice, <laughs> so faint in the eyes, always the thing, right? So. Um. Hey, hey, oh, 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 get the bounce, that 
that bank head bounce. Ooh, ooh, bring it back for him. Bring it, bring it, bring it back for him. Ooh, shoulders, shoulders, shoulders. It's the S, the L, the I, the M. Let me tell you what I wanna do. Let me show you something like that. You wanna freak and ride with you? Wanna taste? Wanna, wanna pet my lips? I love you. Can't get enough of you. Always against you. So Forget so good, girl, you made me sweat. Bitch, I'm talking about peaches in. That's right. You know what I mean? Peaches in cream. Oh, girl, you taste so good to me. Oh, Play this. I'm a switch sides. I'm a, I'm a switch sides. <laughs> hey yo. Huh? Yo, you you gotta play "Sky's the Limit." Man. I don't know that what that song much. is. What with the, "Sky's the Limit" with Biggie, the, the joint they were featured Sky's on. The limit. "Sky's the Limit." Yes. Baby, look at me, Mama loves and I know you ain't no little boy no more, but you'll always be my baby. It seems like only yesterday I was holding you in my arms. Now look at you now, big man. But I worry about you. I worry about you all the time. Hanging out on the corner all times of night. Oh my God. Baby, that Jesus. I always taught you that you could... You Look at Alicia. <laughs> Looking at the intern like, what the fuck? 
I'm like, oh, okay, man. guys. Never Thank- heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I never heard that song in my life. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much. Another week Another one. of greatness. Another one. Another one. Um, shout out to everybody that's been watching us on YouTube. If you do not know, you know right now. We are on YouTube. Go and watch the episodes. Y'all asked for a video for fucking two years. <laughs> and now they're here. <laughs> now you can watch now these guys watch. make a fool. Yes. While <laughs> Lisa pretends like she's not making a fool, but she is indeed <laughs> also making a fool. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for tuning in another week, man. Um, shout out to everybody mm-hmm. on Patreon. There's a new Patreon episode up with uh, Mr. KOA. Shout out to him. Um, we got into a number of topics that you guys might enjoy and it's the longest uh patreon episode yet it was an hour so um tune into that obviously more patreon content coming um throughout the week Mm -hmm. excuse me uh you guys hey if you guys want to do anything let me know i'm talking to you three y'all want to do anything let me know let me know yes um this did. man is like, yes, 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 please. <laughs> but also, everyone, at Extra Gravy Show on Instagram, at Extra Gravy Show on Twitter. Make sure yes. you follow us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> this nigga should work at stadiums. <laughs> uh, we have a young lady here by the name of Catherine. If you're missing a Catherine, please report to the uh, customer service desk. Uh, follow my voice. Please <laughs> announcer. The you're... national anthem will begin momentarily. If you're looking May for me, uh, follow the trail of honey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and all the Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys. It's it's, it's just two dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars um, to support this podcast and to help us get cooler opportunities, cooler things. Uh, transportation, all that good stuff. Uh, it would be great. Get Norm a nice <laughs> mic. Uh, get Norm better Wi-Fi, better internet, um, a better Raptors flag, a whole bunch of things. We we can get <laughs> an uh, iron for the Raptors. We need a we need a steamer. I don't know if iron you know will work. I literally just put that up to cover all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I rate it. <laughs> That's he's creative. Like supposed to be here, you know. I think oh, you should keep it like that from now on. Oh God, he's gonna show it. Uh, what? Whoa. They're all folded. Very, what the fuck? They are very. That looks better neat. than the flag. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like wow, you're in a store now. Enough. I think yeah. you know what it is. Norm got the interior de- interior decorating design in the comments section uh, oh, for no, having the best. Show my clothes for having shit, the best background. Know. So he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I gotta step shit up. <laughs> I gotta rep the city this time. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. I just put this up today. So. <laughs> You've had that forever. You've had it's that been, for so long. For a long time, it's been sitting in the back, so I just put it back up. I read it. You guys have any plans this weekend? This week, you guys going outside since it's nice? Um, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna go for walks because I looked at the the weather app and we are officially in double digits for the next week. Whew. It's gonna be it's gonna be sticky out there. Yeah. You guys have fun. Tell me how it goes. I'll be at home. <laughs> <laughs> I am staying right at home. I will stick my head out the window every once in a while, maybe stretch my legs out the back door, but not see me yeah. on no streets, tell you that much. <laughs> well I'll be walking the streets. So Don't catch hello. me at the park. Not yet. I'm gonna be playing some basketball. I'm gonna wait till the end of June to be at the park. Earliest. Earliest end of June. Earliest. I feel good with that because it's you know mm-hmm. I had school growing up for 18 years and I couldn't get out until the end of June anyway. So hey, we're right back. Yes, hey, that's, that's my birthday, <laughs> June 28th. So let's go. 
Yeah. We have a reason. Oh, yeah. We June 28th is Nora's birthday. June, June 13th, intern's birthday? Oh, shit. Yeah, Got a Gemini and um, a Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Ah, I'm hating that I know that. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, Man, I hate that shit. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. I am Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Screw, Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.